This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. God damn it! God damn it, you've got to let it play first. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, <laughs> The Scene Countdown, a.k.a. on The Mexlitz. What the fuck am I saying? It's 2020, everybody. Welcome to The Mexlitz. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexlitz. We're all here today. It's a great time. To my left, we have joining on this podcast yeah. today, Donald McGrew. Uh, Across from me, <laughs> I'm JJ. <laughs> and in front of me, Marco. Uh, everyone saw behind the, oh yeah we broke everything oh. everything's broken on this podcast welcome everybody to the scene countdown i'm sammy gonzalez like i mentioned before this is the mexlins welcome to the show it is 2020 here at 2020 everywhere yeah it's been like five days in 2020 right. what's up except my vision except no. <laughs> fuck you jj it's too early in the year for this but uh today we are talking about on the scene countdown if you don't know if you haven't heard of us it's 2020 it's a new year new audience we as in us, and sometimes uh, TJ, uh, who's not here. Fuck that guy. Anytime he's anybody's not here, fuck you guys. Just just so you know. Oh, is that what happened when I left? Oh, we oh, yeah, fucked we... each other. When you were gone. No, I'm kidding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Glad I wasn't here, guys. <laughs> I was. And so, um, that being that was gross. Um, uh, already off the you rails. You can't on get the mental image out of your mind. I so hard. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried for so long and hard to get it out of my mind, and I can't. Are you the bottom or the top? I am all bottom. <laughs> I'm the middle of the human sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I hold it all together, baby. No, wait, um, wait, this is you... getting gross immediately. <laughs> I don't like where this is starting are up. You caboosing? Is that how you how you see it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I've lost the analogy, and quite frankly, I don't want to get it back. So um, everyone's nice and okay. Everyone's God now. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to the Roaring Twenties, where the Great Depression is just around the corner. So <laughs> World April Wars. Vision. Actually, the World War ended the Great Depression, so we might not get one. Mm, we might so World War, Great Depression, World War, Great We're just Depression. Skipping right through. <laughs> this is like forty chess. Just nuke everybody. And then we're saved. It's because it's the future. Everything's going by faster. Exactly. We already had the depression. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is the depression. I'm just depressed. We're all just depressed. All, yeah. Depressed. De- God damn, guys. Depression mode. De- <laughs> JJ. There you go. The Superman for saving this goddamn podcast. But today we're talking about our top five decade accomplishments. Now, uh, decade would be, I guess, 20, the year of 2010 to all the way through 2019. Yes. Uh, there's weird people that say the decade doesn't start until you know 2011 or exactly fuck those people in particular so we're gonna go over those things there those things there but one more bit of housekeeping to go over uh you've heard of us the excellence you love us you're on twitch right now watching us you may be on youtube watching this afterwards i might put up the whole thing afterwards 
Still trying to figure that out. Uh, you could be listening on SoundCloud. We're available on SoundCloud. You may be listening on Spotify. We're there too. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find the Mexcellence Podcast and the Scene Countdown and other stuff coming soon, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> With such enthusiasm. So, yeah, look forward to all of our new podcasts coming very, very soon. I'm getting my own apartment, so it's going to be dope. And I'm going to have my whole studio space. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I love it. And so, before we do that, though, I need help paying rent. So, if you guys can help me out, buy a t-shirt, mexmerch.com. It's the same old stuff, but we're going to have new stuff coming up soon. Look, at, get yourself a backpack. You got all that Christmas money? Sam, what are you doing there? What? Oh, yeah. That guy does look like me. You're right. I, I wish I could say it was me. Uh, I'm going to have uh, some portraits done of myself. Yeah, that dude kind of looks like me. Let's go back to it. Yeah. With hair. With hair and a little thinner. Point is, look how good he looks in all that mech. Sl- how about this guy? Look how buff he is. If you get one of those hats, you'll be buff too. Terms and conditions may apply. So go ahead and buy all of that merch there. What are you looking at me like that for, Marco? I was like, I've seen people wear that hat. Mm. It's because <laughs> you're looking at them at the wrong angle. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was right. that I've never, I've never looked down from a second floor balcony. What part? <laughs> that was a weird shot. Hold on, let's go back there. Yeah, that is like a weird creeper shot of some guy wearing this Mexican hat. Goddamn serial. Killer. Some guy. That's just Ray. Sh- oh, man, Ray is not that buff. Ray is he not is that when he wears buff. that hat. He gets, he gets plus twenty arms. <laughs> so if you're listening on SoundCloud or any of the podcasts podcast you're missing all this visual cues that you're missing out on but speaking of actually real quick 2020 shout out to ray we brought him up last time he has the album of hip-hop album of the year here in austin texas for his album late he won he won a nice really yes oh hell yeah and i love you ray didn't that album come out in 2019 we are not (laughs) (laughs) actually 2018 what I'm it's late. This was yeah. the whole point of the album. <laughs> the album's Same late, the so thing. therefore the awards are late. <laughs> and so also Lizzo, was it that song Truth Hurts came out in 2016? So fuck you. There's Wait, actually what? caveats. Yeah. Did it really? Lizzo's like, what was it? What was it Lizzo? Is it is it uh it's Truth it Hurts. Truth Hurts? Please don't look yeah. at Lizzo <laughs> Truth Hurts. <laughs> Most of Lizzo shit came out years ago. Like, yeah. Good as hell. That was on the goddamn barber barbershop next cut soundtrack. What? <laughs> that shit came out like in 2016. Yeah. Here it is. Two years after its release, Lizzo's Truth Hurts is topping the Hot 100 and generating Grammy buzz. But it took much more than a series of happy accidents to get there. So long story short, she's eligible for a Grammy this wow. year. Because there's a rule in the Grammys that it doesn't have to be made in the year. It has to gain prominence in the year. That's that's, that's a dumb rule. Yeah, I don't like that. I uh, think I like that. Well, that's what that song Cheerleader by Omi, the ooh, I think that I so found. Three, you know that song. So three years from now, when Crawl becomes a cult movie classic, it can win an Oscar. Yeah, right? <laughs> Why does that not about a movie? Because. It's a great movie, by the way. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm not the guy in charge <laughs> of this stuff. Why, Sammy? <laughs> I don't know, Tommy. Change the rule. I you can't. God I'm not a white what, man what? in a suit. What use are you? <laughs> None. Oh, God. <laughs> Fade to black. Fade to black. <laughs> they can still hear us. <laughs> Come back with the star wipe. Oh, we're yeah. coming on. We don't have a star wipe. We just have, we just have this. Nope, that's the wrong one. I think it's this one. Nope, that's the wrong one. There we go. Star Wars wipes, everybody. $300 worth of uh, equipment to do that. want a star wipe. You you can build a star wipe. Just a star. Then. <laughs> we'll just hold it for you right here. Just stars. <laughs> Look at your headband. You're fine. But anyway, 
the podcast. Um, this one was hard. Yeah, <laughs> I think we we're talking yeah. about it. We we're like, what did we accomplish in the last ten years? Yeah. Uh, let's go over the the ages real I've quick. Even, like beaten a video game in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Platted Spider Man is not on my top five. Oh wait, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum Spider-Man is on JJ's top five. But just real quick, I, I want to give some people an introduction to us uh, and kind of, for those who don't know, kind of what the threshold of the 10 years are, because we're all different ages. Mm-hmm. So the threshold from 2010 to 2019 is a 20-year-old to a 29-year-old, 28-29-year-old, yeah. or, or I'm sorry, even before that. So it'd be a 19-year-old mm-hmm. to a 29-year-old, 28, 28-year-old, whatever the, f- the math is there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at math at all. <laughs> so... Young man to a fine adult, adult. Yeah. joint start hurting. Tommy, what yeah. did you start this decade out as? Oh, 2010. 20, started it. So it'll be 23. 23. 24. That math shit. Yeah, math is hard. I don't math. That's why we're on podcasts. Right, right. So we don't have So yeah, to. like 23 or 24. Okay. Would be for me. JJ? 22. So same. And then now 20, 30, 32 would be the math. And then you? Uh, so that, yeah, well, in 2009, I was 21. That's, but that's kind of what paints the picture of my accomplishments, because it's less of a top five for me, and more of like Thanos' gauntlet of like, all five of these things matter a lot to me, but I can't put a number on them. So it's, they're actually going to go in order of the that I accomplished. But they happened in the last ten years. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Them. No, that's there's no there's no rules or regulations in this podcast. Clearly. So the idea is, it can be something that had happened or a growth thing that you've had, anything that you've done. Uh, so you, did you not include growth? You were just like, oh things. no, that's that's basically the whole list for well, the most well, part. Well, that's good because I have actual physical things that I've done because I take this shit literally almost <laughs> always. I mean, you, I did you, that with top five cozies. <laughs> but that's fine. But that that one demanded it that those things would make you cozy. Go watch all of our and go listen to all of our podcasts uh, elsewhere. Now, who wants to start this one? Because I wrote mine down. I didn't even look at it after I wrote it down, so I might need to make some adjustments. Who's confident in their number five? Uh, I might go first, just because I have probably everyone is going to be kind of a long list, even though I kind of try to abbreviate everything. Yeah. So backstory, because that's how we started. 2009, I was probably one of the shittiest human beings I've been, like, throughout my life. Was? Was. Yeah. There's a lot of growth <laughs> in 2009 and now. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck that dude. I don't even know that guy. Oh, but yeah. fuck that dude. Oh, yeah. Um. So, let, let me see where to start. So, I just turned 21. It was actually at about this weird age where I'd, I'd gone to Texas Tech. For the first time, uh, was moving back home, trying to figure out what to do. Ended up joining the army. The army at that point had a wait list of like eighteen months. Uh, so it's just this weird overall story of just like trying to find my footing, trying to find a, uh, my purpose in life. Because at eighteen, it was that weird like I'm gonna go out and conquer the world, and it's like. Yeah, bro, you fucking sucked at 1301 English. How are you going to do? <laughs> what, what was your GPA in high school? In high school? Yeah. I was a B plus, A plus, A minus student. Fair enough. Fair. So you're like a punk kid. Fuck everything, but you still kind of halfway paid attention. Well, the, so the way that high school worked for me for the most part is kind of still the way that college worked. And once I got the hang of it, mm-hmm. I suck at doing day-to-day work, but give me a test and I'll pass it. Gotcha. I'll get an ace. 
Syllabus is the worst thing a teacher could do to me. <laughs> <laughs> Daily grades are only 20%. Well, I ain't doing homework. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Looks like I'm getting a B. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's how you make it in this world. Hey. Read the syllabus. No. It's a loophole in there somewhere. <laughs> no, how you make it, and that'll lead to one of mine yeah. study groups, but we'll talk about that <laughs> later. Um, so I'm just going to start with an easy one that's also a big story. So like I said, life had already kind of kicked me in the teeth, and it's like, hey, man, um, you're going to have to make something out of yourself, and you're going to have to carry your family while you do it. <laughs> so the first thing that I did was join the army. So number five is actually going to war and coming back. I was joking. Yeah. But that's also so I did a I did a uh, live stream to tell people what our podcast was tonight. Yeah. yeah. And I said Marcos was going to war and not dying. Little, little less, less, less cooth in my experience, but going hey, to war and coming back. That's a fucking accomplishment. <laughs> I agree. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I got really, really lucky and then there was a lot of growth that happened. Um so I'm a bigger dude. I'm six foot two. 220 to 260 depending on what day it is right uh <laughs> fair fair so in the army that means you get put on the heavy machine gun if you're in 19 like vietnam era it's the m60 if you're joined today it's like the 240 and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh maybe all this is jargon for you but for the most part you end up carrying a 30 pound machine gun and about 40 pounds of rounds which is what i ended up what's doing. the gun called 240 bravo okay um, me, which was, is it's actually this really cool story where I have this dude that's the antithesis of me. I'm this poor Mexican punk. This, the dude on the other side is actually his dad's a police officer from Arizona and he was part of the Patriot Brigade and everything like that. Mm-hmm. All the exact opposite. And we actually hated each other throughout all the training. <laughs> and then it was just, it grew into a mutual respect. And then, I mean, that's why there's so much growth when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. Because I had this dude that was willing to die for me that's just the exact opposite of the kind of person I am. So it's like Ken and Ryu when they start training under Gokin. They were and not. They, no, they hated each other. This is they more hated like each Ryu other. and Akuma at this point. Really. Oh, oh, you guys hate each other that much. Because <laughs> like, you know, one of them was a rich kid. Ken was the rich kid who was like, ah, you're a bad kid. Go train with him. And then Ryu was like, I have nothing. So I need to be better. I need to be the best for my well, family. He wasn't rich. He was just, I mean, his dad, he comes from a long line of service. His dad was a cop. His Joined the army. His gra- mm-hmm. his dad, grandpa, I think, fought in World War Two or some it's shit like, like a that. Legacy. Yeah. 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 yeah, like they're all warriors, but none of them would probably I don't know average more than sixty or seventy k a year. Like whatever you get when you're a top level cop, it's not a lot, right? So that is easily probably better than all of ours because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because none of us fought war and we joked about it in the pre show. We're all not suited for war. Oh, hell yeah. no. Like, maybe JJ, he can hide in small things and just, like, poke, he's kind of <laughs> peek out, like, bah, 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 and that's it. I got well, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, funny note, so the the stats aren't out for these new wars because you they have to be done when they're, they have to be done when the war is over, and these wars haven't ended. We're still in Afghanistan. Um, <laughs> Wait, there's stats to wars? Yes. Yeah. So, in Vietnam, the average was, like, 1,000 or 2,000 rounds to every dead VC. So, in general, hmm. most people are not. It's a combination of being a bad shot and not wanting to kill someone. So, what's your kill-death ratio? In- well, <laughs> well, I didn't die, for one. <laughs> that was the joke, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to big brain thinking. Don't answer that question, by the Don't answer that question. I don't need but, to know. Uh, Edward was like, so, like, what? 
how many wins and losses do you have? <laughs> like, that's what he asked me when I got back. The cool thing, one of the cool things that did happen when I got back is we actually, um, well, this goes into another story, but Izzy was like, uh, I was talking to Izzy when I was still in Alaska because you have to go through deprogramming for a little bit before you come in. Yeah. Um, and he was, I was like, all right, man, we're going to get together. We're going to have a card on the asylum. And he's like, bro, we have a card on the asylum. It's Friday. Let's right. do something big. <laughs> and so we actually roasted a whole pig. And it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yo. roasting pig or having all those Wise goats on the down. spits yeah, right? around the fire all day. <laughs> that shit's good eating. Oh yeah, but so, so that wait that I, I knew they had to do it in some regard. But what's that deprogramming like? Just like you here's know, how to here's how to be so a normal human. Here's you know, how to drive normal speed. For limits. a lot of people, is actually bullshit, including oh. myself, because you're either a decent person or you're broken already. Like shit. That, like um, so if I imagine, no matter what you're doing. And then you have to sit down in a classroom for six. I, I didn't go to Iraq. I went to Afghanistan. Completely different fight. Whatever. Uh, I ch- looked. Up, I looked. Up, I looked. Up, I looked up Afghanistan. And actually, no, I looked up Iraq. Whatever. Iraq, <laughs> Iraq, Iran. It's all on the mind. I'm sorry. Um, but just imagine sitting. You, me sitting you down. You're a decent person, and it's like, hey, man, you can't rate people. Like just kind of. Classes. Uh, hey, don't get so mad that you start beating people or doing like it's just a series of things that it's just like yeah i'm a decent person i know not to do these things. right yeah. or it's just like <sighs> you black Question. out yeah did they give you a syllabus because i would have thrown- <laughs> <laughs> uh, step one don't murder children i can skip that one <laughs> like how much of my grade is worth that because <laughs> oh 100 okay so if i kill uh, one oh. children <laughs> I fail. <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> there's a there's a story that I actually told uh, Corey from Double Toasted once that he thought was really hilarious about like the deprogramming thing. Mm-hmm. So I only went through one deployment. Uh, deployment. Uh, my last part of the army was spent training people. The first part was training up for the deployment because uh, this was before now, where probably the rotations are a lot faster because of what Trump's doing. <laughs> um, but. Um, one of the guys that I deployed with, he was on his third deployment. Mm-hmm. And so after two deployments, uh, his wife found out the first night he gets home, he gets really blackout drunk because we have, when you're not allowed to drink in country. Yeah. Uh, and so on and so forth. If you've ever, even as a person, gone to a month or two without drinking, you know how easy it is to get drunk on one little <laughs> sip. Yeah, exactly. So he got, for the first two deployments, he got drunk and broke everything in the house. Jesus. So I think he's actually still in the army today. Whenever he comes back from deployment, she started roofing him. Like putting roofies in. Yeah. Him. So Whoa. it would just be like, oh, he just falls asleep and he doesn't break anything. Holy shit. <laughs> One. Who is her roofie connect? That's that's a hard thing, I think. So so part of the, I think that's a great question. So so here's the thing. So part of the, the reprogramming you're saying like don't murder babies and don't fight children. Uh my thing is, so the reverse of that is like for dudes in general. Hey, don't drug and rape women. Just regular. Apparently, guys yeah. have trouble doing that in just regular everyday life. It's yeah, fucking college, gross. College campuses. College campuses. Things like, apparently, it's hard for these people. Yeah. But 
where do you where's your first step who do you ask to find roofies roofalin bro i don't know where to find most illegal drugs like i remember one time and this is also another weird army story i i had a friend that when he left the army he started working for like it was like a gnc it was mm-hmm. com- called complete nutrition yeah and he was like hey man i got all these supplements you can have them if you want and i spent like i dropped like 180 dollars on everything from like vitamins to protein yeah like pre-workout post-workout like, just normal stuff. None of them is crazy. Yeah. But it, I remember getting shit from one of my squad leaders that he was like, bro, I could sell you steroids for 40 bucks. Why are you wasting all your money? Giving them deals like, hey, man, you buy two shots of uh, steroids, I'll throw in some quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, okay. No, but, like, even, like, not getting roofies, like, I don't know where I would find steroids today right now. <laughs> yeah. Or roofies. Go or like, you yeah. might Go to, like, Gold's Gym. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like steroids has a physical thing about it where it's like, okay, that guy definitely does steroids, right? And he has Barry Bonds neck. You can maybe ask him, right? That's not that's not the, actually what you look for. Whatever. I don't know. The tiny balls? Sure. Let's. You can look for All that. All right. I mean, if you're going to start pantsing people at the gym. I mean, I, that's what your plan was, apparently. Mine was looking at their I necks. Can, I know who's doing steroids when I go to the gym. So then you know who to ask. What I'm saying is, what kind of friends do you have? or what? Who's the first person you ask for roofies? Right in your life, I all my friends are good people. What does a roofie dealer look like? Right, we don't know because right. they I, roofie the person after <laughs> after they sell it. It's like, all right, in order for me to sell you these roofies, I need to roofie you so you don't remember this. Yeah. So, like the men in black. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 joke is too good for us, Tommy. <laughs> oh before, my god! Before we get like into all these other weird things. Do you, is there a normal use for roofies? Like, can I ask a pharmacist? To yeah, what What is the original use for roofies? <laughs> That's a great question, actually. This is a weird left turn for your number five, but now I am Googling. <laughs> you kind of have to. Uh, yeah. Proper. See, proper <laughs> for roofie. Roof jacks? Let's see here. Uh, methods of like use. Uses okay, so Rohypnol. Right, okay, Rohypnol. Let's see. Uh, essential nervous system depressant. Uh, treat anxiety, insomnia, and sleep disorders and seizure disorders. They're also skeletal muscle relaxants. Okay, okay. You'd have to ask a pharmacist. Yes. Okay. So, if you want to be legit, or you know a friend that's a rapist, and you probably shouldn't be friends with them. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was getting at. Is I don't know rapists, or I don't know well, anybody who sells cocaine. For it, so I assume it was a f- the pharmacy angle, not the, okay. The, the illicit back end. <laughs> Point is, my mom is a pharmacist. Let me ask her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ma, what are roofies for? Actually, <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's roofies is not your number five. But do you do you have a way to round out your number five? No, I mean it's just you came uh, back after went shooting. Out there did I mean I I actually don't like telling stories about the army because for the most part it just doesn't correlate. Most people think it's the Hurt Locker. Which is a terrible movie if you're going to be realistic. Fair enough. And most people also think it's uh, Call of Duty, which it's not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> people are just throwing claymores. Just, <laughs> I don't hope more is not like that. So, but for the most part, like it's just a, it's a weird, different experience. Uh, I'm grateful for all the lessons that it taught me, and it did make shape my mind a lot. America. That's your number five. That's a hard act to follow, man. Yeah. Going, what are your other four? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> That's going to suck because my number five 
is so much dumber. It's it's so much more simple. I condensed uh, my my three and four. So my number five. Um, this is embarrassing, but it's true. Um, I learned to drive. I was twenty two when I learned to drive. Really? Yeah, I went all through college. Not having driven because they have uh, a bike system there, mm-hmm. great public transportation, and it's always 76 degrees. So you can just walk anywhere you want. Okay. It's perfect. So I went to UC Santa Barbara, and uh, you guys know that. He just wants to show up. Oh, people. yeah. I'll we're show it later. The, but see the picture of this paradise college. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can look behind JJ. It, I have it there <laughs> at all times. Emiliano Zapata? Yes, I went to <laughs> the Emiliano Zapata rifling school. No, um... No, but seriously. You sure you didn't go to war? No. I, <laughs> with myself. And so, no, um, the, the problem was was that I took the bus everywhere. I walked everywhere. I was in great shape. If you think about it, I wasn't like, a, if I think about it, rather, I was in great shape all the time. I walking. picture that. Um, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, fuck you and everything you stand for. You've been the same shape as long as I've known you, Tommy, oh. so it's okay. At least I've gotten taller, bigger, and all this stuff. Grew a beard. Please, You've yeah. been the, ex- oh my God, Alex Sandoval's fucking I can't grow a beard, us. so you got me on that one. I, exactly. <laughs> but the idea is um, learning how to drive, it, it opened up a whole new world of activities for me. One being... I ended up in Austin because I was taking rotation in driving the first time when we first met at the Double Toasted launch party. I took over some of the driving responsibilities there. Had I not learned to drive, wouldn't have been able to drive that. Uh, My favorite drive, though, I want to find – this is they always show the bridge, but this is equally as accurate. I got to drive some of the most beautiful highways in the road, the Pacific Coast Highway. That's something that I've driven several times in different areas. This is like the prettiest part. I haven't really done the bridge thing yet. But the idea is – Simply by learning how to drive, I've opened myself up to just not only moving to a different city, getting back home, seeing my family, which is obviously very important to me, but just the independence that comes with it. You guys, uh, I can imagine you guys all learned when you were 16. Yeah. Yeah. So for you guys, it's a utility. But for me, it was a source of freedom from, from not having to ask for rides for 22 fucking years. Think about that. Think about all the opportunities I lost by not being able to drive. That's oh. actually really funny because at 15, when I learned how to drive, uh, it was like, all right, we're going to Austin and San Antonio for all those concerts we, we couldn't go to <laughs> last year. Right. That's basically what it was. <laughs> right. You guys had this immense freedom, whereas I was asking my folks for rides to parties and shit. But then again, I wasn't invited to parties, so high school, I didn't even need to trip about that. Just the facts, guys. You probably would have been more popular in high school had you learned. Maybe. Who knows, right? But I wouldn't have been gotten been given a car, so. Were you in high school at the beginning of this decade? I was not. No, I was uh, halfway through college. 2010 was my, uh, 2012 is when I graduated. 2010 was the start of my junior year. So, point is, I went through college, guys, without a car. Got one. You that dude. I was, Fuck you. No, I was I was not unique. <laughs> bumming rides off of people. I was. Thank you, Peanut. This guy Did named you at Peanut. least give gas money? All the time. Okay. Oh, see, I wasn't that dude. No, and then after I got my license, that was the other part. All the guys coming up under me, they all got free rides to the airport, to the downtown, to the bus station. Everyone got free rides. So that was my penance back because the guy no named such Peanut. Thing is a free ride, Sammy. Oh, no. I had to pay back Peanut. Ask cash or grass, man. Peanut asked for none. <laughs> Peanut asked for none, and that's why I liked him. Uh, a guy okay. named Hector. Uh, dude's coolest dude. He always gave me rides everywhere. And so I still pay back that debt to this day. Anybody need a ride? Let me know. I love driving. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world. That's my number five. Learning how to drive. Not going to war. It's still cool, though. Uh, I mean, Tommy. I, I drove in war, but whatever. 
<laughs> I drove with a turd in the back of my car. Oh god! Did you? Yeah, no. There's definitely a turd. You don't. Did you have no a warthog? Thing as not having a turd on there. What? Did you have a warthog like in Halo Two or Three? No, well, uh, Halo. Do you know what a Matt V looks like? It's actually way cooler than than a warthog. Matt V? Yeah, that's what it. That's what it's called. Uh, that was the our chariot, if you would call it that. Uh, they look like. Hummers on steroids. They're fucking huge. How do you spell that? M-A-T-V. M-A-T-V. I looked up chariot and it gave me nothing but horses. Oh, oh my God. That's legit as hell. <laughs> yep. You that drove one it. of those? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, Wait. actually, usually I was the gunner. <laughs> That's every kid's dream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, not murdering people, but shooting it like, ah! <laughs> yeah, Are those rockets on the side of it? It looks like we rockets. We didn't get that. That's like SF that only gets that kind of stuff. We just had like the regular. Uh, we did have a crow. That's a crow. Which What's basically this on the is, side? No, no. The crow, that, that dude's just, that's a photo op. But for the most part, that crow, <laughs> that crow system is you can control it with a joystick from the inside. What's a what's like the a crow? video game? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> World of War Three coming to a theater near you guys. Drive one of these, kids. Live Fortnite forever. Oh, go back real quick. Okay. Something. That's a mind roller. This one here. Yeah, it's basically you drive it up in the front, so that gets blown up, and everyone in the car is fine. Has has that ever happened? <laughs> now we. Uh, that, that's a story for another day. That's a story uh, for another day. We don't need to go beyond no, that. We, no, we, no, this no, is no longer fun anymore. Judging by the way you averted your no, eyes. It's hilarious for me, but it's it's going to be pretty dark for a lot oh, of y'all. Look at the comparison of like the Humvee and that fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, oh. well wow. I didn't quite drive that, but I drove yeah. a shitty Mazda Tribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the actual size of that smaller one. <laughs> But fuck it, I enjoyed it. It wasn't at least it was not in the deserts of Afghanistan and on the beautiful Pacific Coast Highway. Tommy. It's the exact opposite of the <laughs> exact opposite. Oh uh, me. Your number five. My number five is actually something that happened before this year was even out, which is freedom. <laughs> Basically, freedom. Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Like Freedom. I recently broke up with my chick and we were together. Oh, that's a buzzer beater for the decade. It is. Right? Oh my god, you're really saying this it's out loud. It's really a buzzer beater. But yeah, no. Like oh, we broke shit. up and like I moved here and we practically instantly moved in together. Right. And you'd been together for how long? 8 years. So the proper the end majority of, the decade. of that de- majority of the decade. Yes. Yeah. And so I've never really kind of lived on my own. Yeah. I guess like I've had roommates and shit, college, all that bullshit. Right. But I've never just done it on my own. Right. And so that didn't happen until literally the end of this year. Or last year. Or last year. Yeah. No, we're 2020, year. baby. We're yeah, in the future. Yep. The future is now. Twinky, twinky, yeah. Twi- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We're adopting that. Twinky, twinky, baby. It's the twinky t- shirts coming soon. Twinky, twinky. How do, how do you spell that? Dude, we, I'd have no we idea. fucking messed up. That would have been a great New Year shirt to wear out. Oh, that was Twinky, twinky. <laughs> Doesn't would have mean- lost anybody. JJ, we would have known what he was at the time. Where's JJ? Twinkie, twinkie, twinkie. <laughs> no, we couldn't lose JJ because, uh, side note, we all hung out for, for New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's morning, whatever. JJ was wearing his light-up shoelaces and had a glowy rock uh, yeah. necklace Agro-crag, on. Yeah. Agro-crag on. I still have my glowing shoelaces. I hope so. 
and all the girls around us were like, JJ, no, stop. <laughs> all the girls, one girl. One, only one was like, you need to stop that. And all the guys were like, yeah, fucking light up shoes. <laughs> I want them. But we really thought that that necklace was a piece of the aggro crack. And we were all envious. We were like, what the fuck, JJ? <laughs> How much do you want for that? Do, 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 do you have it? <laughs> Different show. Um, go ahead. I've seen the aggro keg on eBay. It's not cheap. Oh no, we oh, we've, we've, we we had the conversation. <laughs> yes. If if you weren't here, I've looked um, that one up myself because I am a child of the '90s, <laughs> and I would love. I would probably. I would sell my mother for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you can't say that. I'm sorry, you can't say that you would sell your mother for the aggro for the aggro crag. I mean, it's good. No, you could. <laughs> I can't go with you on that. Point is, okay. point is your freedom. Anywho, yeah, freedom. This this is why he got broken up with. He's like, Mitch, I will sell you for the aggro crag. And she was not having it. She was like, oh, aggro crag or me? And he was like, quest for the aggro crag continues. But, but yeah, no. This is my first time being out on my own. And that shit is, it's kind of awesome, actually. It's You're digging it. it. I'm digging it. Yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah. But it's like something I've kind of always wanted. And right. Hey, better late than no. That's hey, <laughs> hey. You know what? Being being out in the open, it, it's like a nerve. It's like ah, it's exciting and it's kind of hurts a little bit, a little yeah. scary. But once you get used to it, it's like okay, this is nice. This is nice being I able can to do, do this. Yeah. Then like the, the thing is, is that I've been single for well, over a year now, and. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Something in the math for me. Um, and um, I mean, you're not wrong. It's a year and two months. Thank you for counting. I, I know. Um, <laughs> and so um, you it's just, you just count the tears on the floor and yeah, <laughs> the, the, the rings the, on the tree. <laughs> the hardwood is stained in the in the big circle. So the widest circle is from day to fourteen months ago. The smaller ones are from last month. And so <laughs> you, fuck you guys. <laughs> you can't run. With it. You can't. That's because it's funny, all right. It's it's funny because it's it's that it's true. rings. On, <laughs> oh, didn't want to say it's true. Rings on a tree is tears that I've cried. Is a nice is a nice little is a nice little joke. The point is, Tommy, you're free. Yes. Uh, myself being single, uh, hearing couple shit sometimes. Yeah. The bullshit that goes on. Not you guys. You guys are cool. But um, there's a couple <laughs> in this room. We're not talking shit. Um. They go through some bullshit, man. Yeah. They can't watch certain shows without the other's permission. Yeah, and they mad. get like legit mad. I was at that point. Right. To where like I couldn't watch like Game of Thrones. Oh my. Yeah. I watched I The could... Witcher in one sitting. And guess yeah. what? Because I'm fucking single. That's why. Yeah. Nobody's asking me Lucky to toss so. a coin to anybody else or wait to toss a coin. Yeah. I tossed a coin to my Witcher. I waited three days to watch the season finale of Game of Thrones. Granted, it was shit. You should have waited forever and yeah. never have seen it. Yeah, all true. things I've heard, but, but like by the point I saw it, I knew everything that fucking happened. It was like I watch my shit on time, Sam. Right, that's I'm why not I watched. Wait for you if you'd really loved me, you'd watch that shit the same time I wanted to right. watch it at at six Just in the same. morning. In, yeah. The only chance I have during the day. <laughs> point is, point is, yeah, to being single and hey, free. You're number it, five. Man. That's my number five. JJ, JJ. what's your number five? My number five is uh, quitting the casino. <laughs> So you did not toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> Someone, by the way, just real quick, uh, Thomas, you said uh, toasting your own tossing your own coin can be lonely. <laughs> toss true. a coin to mom. Okay. <laughs> but 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 so the casino. 
Yeah. Was that okay? So what? Explain the job. Obviously, you worked at a casino. Yes. But like, how long were you there? I mean, this sounds awful. Also, stop making a mess on my floor, Marcos. Opening <laughs> it, that it'll squirt. Cover, it'll cover the tears. <laughs> <laughs> Topo Chico, the cleanser <laughs> of relationship the tears. Of all heart wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Topo Chico, Valentine's Day sponsorship. Topo Chico. Like, oh no, I have a scar. I scratched myself. What do I do? Do you have any peroxide? <laughs> no, I got some Topo Chico. <laughs> The bubbles, they get in the wound. <laughs> Clean. They cleanse it out. Oh. <laughs> Are you thinking about Chopo Chico in the wounds? I'm thinking about bubbles in my blood, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think that's called dying. But anyway, explain the casino, because that sounds casinos sound fun. Yeah. They got monies. They got women's. Lots of lights. They got free liquor and smoking. Yes. Not in Texas. Well. They don't have the free liquor. They do have the smoking. Okay, a so. A hell of a lot of smoking. So, and, is, and is this an Eagle Pass? Yes. All right. We so go ahead. The only it. casino in Texas. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. Paint I didn't the, even so, know it was one. I paint the picture. Please paint the picture, JJ. Yeah. For my job? Yes. yes. Well, or for the casino itself and the job, because as the lone casino in Texas, that's also confusing, considering there's a game called Texas Hold'em that you can't even play. You can play it at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I've tried to play Texas Hold'em. I can't, but go ahead and proceed. Because I can't imagine an Eagle Pass casino, the only casino in Texas, sounds luxurious at all. It got luxurious. So it started <laughs> off as a very small, very tiny. You couldn't even really call it a casino, I don't think, like legally. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it was It was very, it was just like a very small Almost like a house. It looked like it didn't look all that big. It's Lucky Eagle Casino. If you're looking it up, uh, yeah, I just look at Eagle Pass Casino. There it is, Lucky Eagle Kickapoo. Is that what it says on top? Yeah. Oh, Kickapoo. That's yeah. the tribe that has it. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I didn't start working there at that point. When I started working there, it started to expand. It had already had its bigger addition, like that gate right there at the very top. I think that was already there. This one. Yeah, that one was already there uh, when I started working there. And I started out as a cashier. So I counted the monies. That's all I did. Counting money. Counting money. And then I got promoted in about six months to a banker, which is just junior accountant. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. So you take the money, you give the money. Instead of managing the money that goes to the customers, I manage the money that's coming into the casino. Oh, I manage okay. the vault. Ooh. So, oh, shit. Did you have white gloves? No. Damn. Oh. <laughs> that would have been dumb. See, did you like slick your hair back and shit and wear like a suit? I could have. See, here's the funny thing about it. At, at this casino specifically, the higher up you went in the chain, uh-huh. the more clothes they put on you. <laughs> <laughs> so like as a cashier, you're just wearing like a short sleeve shirt. Then as a banker, they give you like a long sleeve shirt. Then... uh <laughs> When you get promoted to supervisor, they give you a green shirt and a vest. <laughs> so, so what I'm thinking is like if like a heist were to go down, you were like the first level guy that gets beat up in the first set in oh, the first scene. Me? I'm no, I'm the dude that they have to take to the back to unlock it. Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh, so you're that guy. You don't want to yeah, be that, I'm that guy. guy. Yeah. No, are you kidding me? I'd be the first one and be like, hey, just like. You know, Help don't yourself. make a mess in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fine. Note to casinos in the future: JJ will sell you out immediately. <laughs> They're not supposed to make it to me. There's so many levels of security before. Fair enough. <laughs> if they make it to me, it's game over. Yeah. The game was over before it started. That sounds like something I want to accomplish now. Get to, get to JJ's former employees. 
The only casino in Texas. <laughs> but, that sounds like an attainable goal. Yeah. Decade accomplishment. I hope that's Siege like, the man, Kickapoo Lucky of, Eagle <laughs> Casino. Yeah, I hope I there's to, like a selling point for that casino. Like, we're the only casino in Texas. They don't they actually don't use advertise it. it. Really? God damn. Their advertisements are like in San Antonio. It's like two hour, two and a half hours to the casino. Yeah. And it's like, you got it. You could do way <laughs> more than that. Yeah, that's. I've actually seen like. A movie commercial, like when you go before the previews and shit, yeah. you know how they have local ads and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've seen one here in Austin for the casino. <laughs> it's only three hours away. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought I left this. <laughs> that makes no sense. That Texas would not have gambling. Uh, like Real blue religious. laws, dude. Yeah. Heavy, laws. heavily religious here. Very and, much. And, so. uh, and, uh, are you, are you, you guys Mandalorians for real? Guns are your religion, but not anything fucking else. Basically, yeah. God yeah. damn it, man! <laughs> you can't buy liquor on Sundays, but you way. can buy <laughs> fucking Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you have the job. You're the, you're the vault man. I am the vault man, uh, and honestly, it wasn't a bad job. Like I really don't have like any ill will towards it. I wasn't like I was just done. It was a job that kind of has a built-in time limit. It's kind of like I equated it when I explained it to people to uh, working the oil fields. You make hella bank. You make really, really good money. Right. But you ain't going to have any time to spend it, so it's pointless. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's all about stacking it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just about biding your time, like unless you just really have nowhere else to go. There's a bunch of people working at the casino that it's like, it's this or nothing, like, and I got kids, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, how many hours were you working? Uh, I put in. It was my first full time job, actually. Mm -hmm. now I think about it, <laughs> but uh, I would always put in overtime. There was a point, like, there was a one year stint, I think, where I was I working with just one day off. Fuck. One day off out of the week, and that was only because uh, no one called in on. Like Wednesday. <laughs> God damn. Were you working like 12 hour days? Or? There was one time when there was a pretty major fuck up where I put in like a, almost a 20 hour day. Like it was a lot. 20 hour day? It was like 16 hours because they, someone messed up. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, to be honest. <laughs> how many years has it been? Uh, since I quit the casino? Yes. When did I quit? 2014? It's been six You're years. fine. Statue of limitations. <laughs> Well, your passcodes probably still work. It's fine. No, mm -hmm. they made me turn in my badge and my gun and all that shit. You had a gun? No, I didn't. Have oh, <laughs> I did have a badge though. and I a license. Actually, you, you know the dude in charge of uh, security now. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tommy, we're heisting this goddamn bank, you guys. It's Ocean's Eleven, this o bitch. Ocean's Four. No, no, Gonzalez Four. Let's do this. Five. We have uh, TJ. TJ yeah. will get in there. All right, you're going to be the guy, eye in the sky. I'm going to be security detail. Uh, you're going to be... Uh, no, look, that's how we're going to do it. Security detail. You're, you're George Clooney. I'm Brad Pitt. Uh, Marco's Don Cheadle. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw on a shitty British accent. It, it, JJ's going to be that old dude that... Bro, I'm not smart enough to do what Don Cheadle did. I'm more like pretty <laughs> back driving the forklift. You never heard of no black Irish? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get Jess, your girlfriend. She'll be the Julia Roberts. She'll be the in that we're protecting. And then go. she's going to be the high baller. And then done. Done. <laughs> no, JJ's Matt Damon. JJ's there you Matt go. Damon. You're Matt Damon. You're oh, Matt the Damon. nose plays. <laughs> <laughs> You're number five. <laughs> 
heisting. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's put it out there. He never stole from the Lucky Eagle Casino. I couldn't. I didn't have pockets. Oh. <laughs> Legit. Like, Did they purposely make it that way? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You had underwear, yeah, though. Shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do your whole entire stint in commando? We had to. Are you serious? No. Oh, <laughs> who's that? Like, is this like, like the goddamn crack did in New Jack City? Everybody has to shit yeah, down. <laughs> as they count the money. <laughs> well, no, it's like Disney where they have the same underwear for the mascot people. You've heard about that, right? No. Yeah, the mascots at Disneyland all share the same undergarment. What do you mean? They have an undergarment. Like you got to put wearing on the same undergarments as Donald Duck. No, the actor who jumps into the Mickey suit wears the same undergarment as the other actor who jumps Why? into the Mickey suit. Disney man, they can make you do whatever the fuck you want. You're that's, the mouse. Oh, that's where the magic that's is. That's up. <laughs> the magic is in the underwear. The Mormons had one thing oh, right, and it's no. the magic underwear. All right. I have a question on this note. So me and Edward, I don't know, I, probably a week ago, we we were watching clips about uh, Galaxy's Edge. I think. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the new Star Wars and look. like how the actors get really into it, and it's really funny. Yeah, and shit like that. And we we're like, oh man. They're put really acting really well for dudes that get paid eight dollars an hour, and I was I just said that as a joke, and we looked it up, and they make nine fifty an hour. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit, that's like below the poverty line. What right, the fuck is that? right. No, and no. So Galaxy's Edge, those actors, they they are they go hundred percent in on it. That's the thing. They. Well, I mean, I know you're not doing showbiz. You're here in front of me, but like, is that something you put on your resume to be like a like? No, 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 like Galaxy's Edge to Hamilton or some shit. No, I mean, it's an acting gig, but you got to imagine that. So I I wonder because you got to think about the performance itself. It's live. It's improv. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could have any sort of ability or disability presented in front of you that you have to respond to. You can't curse. You can't break character. You have to. It's. It's a lot to do. I wouldn't do it for nine dollars an hour. Are you if, fucking if kidding if you're me? Gaston, no. you have to be really good at push-ups. I yeah. Well, well, apparently, that's something that came up too, and that dude yeah. killed himself. What? Oh, what? What the fuck? Well, he didn't exactly kill himself. He idiotically killed himself. He fired a firework off his head, and his head was gone. Oh, uh, well, oh. well, that'll do it. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, oh, there's no wow. mystery there in, at all. Holy I was like, um, push-ups kill you. <laughs> yeah, look at there's this guy. Yeah, that's the Gaston that killed himself. Did oh, he no. really? God damn it, guy. Sophie, get the fuck out of here. We're not here for entertainment tonight. I have a friend that works at entertainment tonight. We're not talking about you. Uh, <laughs> we're talking oh, about this shit. I Gaston was such a big deal when this shit came out. I didn't know he blew his head off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, he died this decade, too, so he's kind of relevant. He's like 2012. <laughs> Yo, but if the actor's talking to your girlfriend, I'd, st- I'd fucking punch him in the mouth. You kidding me? Embarrass me in front of my girlfriend? Even if it is an act. Fuck you. That's me. You go there for... You talk to him for that. This is that. like going to dicks. Yeah, yeah it is, right? Wait, you're saying this is some weird cuckold fetish that people go to Disneyland to get cucked by Gaston? Is that a weird thing? I mean, I'm sure no one cucks like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> no one cucks like Gaston. No one fucks like Gaston. Good job with the rhyme. <laughs> God damn it! Do the push-up contest. Oh no, he's just talking a bunch yeah, of that's shit. A flex contest. Uh, whatever. Whatever. God damn it. That happy bastard. Point is, I still have my head on. Marco, oh, wow. what? <laughs> There's a point to all of this, Tommy. Okay. The point is, 
our all of our number ones, our zeros should be we survived. So there you go. Technically, that was already your five, but fuck you. No. Uh, we, we don't have anything actively trying to get us. We weren't in Afghanistan, so I, mean, I don't know what. I survived probably heart disease, so it's in there probably. Building yeah. ever so slowly. Marco. It's a dark joke. You want to talk about dark jokes? That's a dark one for you. Right. Hopefully, I don't die of heart disease. Marco, what is your number four? Uh, my number four is actually a lot simpler. It's actually the only one on my list that's pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um so this also happens right after deployment. You get a m- year's worth of tax-free money when you deploy. What? Yeah. But that's the good thing about it. Military gets everything. I mean, it was only 30 grand and I could have died. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to drive a tank thing. <laughs> um, and live in Alaska. Well, that was before. That was And have ever. macaroni and cheese from a battered Quaker. All right. Uh, Old episode. Go find it, everybody. Anyway, um, so with that money, one of the things that I did, there's a lot of things that are outside of my my grasp. I actually didn't have the 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 full year's worth of payments while when the my time was up Mm -hmm. because my dad had a heart attack that year and couldn't work for that for that time. So basically, (laughs) even though I was over there, I didn't come back with much, and they. What's called? It was just me trying to support. I was support. Ended up supporting my family. I was the only. My mom doesn't make that much right. on the top of that, but I was able to save up a little bit. And um, so I can't see myself with the economy and everything the way it's going. Where I'm, unless something major happens, I can't see be, see myself being the person who's like, "Mom, I bought you a home," or "Dad, I bought you a car." Like that seems really far fetched. Yeah, we're working on it though. We're gonna be a YouTube sensation. <laughs> you can do that that video, and we'll put lots of likes and subscribes on yeah. it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the first one. Buy your mom a car. So there you go, Marco. But uh, so something that's within my grasp that is something that I did, and I it's not that much expensive, but it means a lot to the people, the person that I did it is. Uh, so I actually uh, my brother uh, or my half brother because he was born in like 1976 from my dad's first marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, he has two kids in Florida. I flew them to Texas. I took my mom and dad to our first Cowboys game. Uh, so was that the, the new stadium or the old? Well, the new one was, was that Jerry World. Yeah. What's the what's the when was the new stadium built? I don't know. Was, was that this built. decade? It was this yeah. decade for sure. Okay, so yeah. Jerry World, the new what is AT&T it? AT and T Stadium. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, the game went into overtime. We lost the Saints, and that's why I hate the Saints today. So thank you, Minnesota, for beating them. Uh, <laughs> but the other thing that I did that's kind of along the same line of uh, the same thread is I took my dad to his first boxing match too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2015, no, 2016, I took my dad to Canelo versus Kirkland. Ooh. And if you want to highlight to see. I do, because I know that, <laughs> I know how that fight, I know how all Canelo fights end. It's usually, it usually hurts. Who was it? Canelo who? Canelo versus Kirkland. 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 This was his, has been his number one highlight up until this year. Yeah, let's take a look. Oh, I, I, I Tommy, you saw that. Oh, I remember this. It was one. no, but you saw that it was already highlighted. Yes. As in, I've already watched this before. It's a whole minute forty-three. Let's just jump into this one, baby. Yeah, let's skip ahead a little bit near the end. Canelo's doing his thing. Oh no, nope. he's already knocked yeah, he's already knocked down once. Let's go ahead and jump back it was a little a bit. Second round Oh my God. Knocked him down there. Hey, Tommy, let's watch ourselves watch it. <laughs> I got these effects, guys. You got to use the Dude, effects. Awesome too. Six, seven. Okay, baby. Eight. Stay there. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Show me something. 
Let's take a look here. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh, we were in the second, oh. second circle up there, whatever. Uh, I don't know how you call it. What does that even look like look live? What does the energy thing. feel like live? The energy is amazing. It actually kind of looks like shit because the boxing ring is really small when you're looking it up from that far away. Right. Uh, but it was fun to be there. Like we were there the whole day. I actually didn't know. Because, I mean, you we got together for fight nights. Yeah. We get together like at 8 or 9. The main event starts. We see three matches. Uh, there's boxing ma- matches at that stadium from 11 in the morning yeah. until. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit's an all-day thing. It's like maybe, uh, shit, 100 people in the entire stadium like yeah. around yeah. that time. Like it's so sparse. And then people just start to you know, file in as the day goes I, on. Right. It's an so event. I, yeah, it's a whole I day. I want to say I spent like $500 on two tickets, one for me and one for my dad. But it, I, I couldn't fathom, like, I spent $250. Yeah. I'll just show up the last three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, no. And then did you say that your dad just kind of stood there and sat there kind of with his arms oh, yeah, crossed? yeah, my dad's terrible at receiving gifts, just like I am. Like, it's this whole thing where he just stood there very stoically. But apparently, whenever he gets together with his brother's... All he does is talk about, like, oh, yeah, Canelo's great. He's the future. I saw him, just in case you need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. That's pretty great. So, number five, giving back to your four. I'm sorry. God damn it. Counting. Math. (laughs) 2020 is easy because it's two of the same numbers. So, you're number four, giving back to your father and cousins and family. My number four is going to be a little simpler again. Um, but this one actually has a lot more to it than that. Um, this was after I graduated. So I graduated in 2012 and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I did one internship in public access television and it was fine. And after that, I did nothing. I worked at a hardware store. Then I worked at Apple and then I, um, moved back home because my dad, uh, my, my roommates and my best friend from back home. His dad got sick, yeah. so he had to break the lease in Santa Barbara, so then I had to go back home. Now, uh, is at this point where I was unemployed, then I worked seasonal at Best Buy, got fired because they didn't hit their budget, and then I <laughs> and th- no, and I had worked at Best Buy prior <laughs> for two years or a year and a half, got fired, knew more than the people there, but because I was seasonal, lost the job. Yeah. And then um, I saw a, a girl leave a certain website, and then shortly after, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, had to leave another website, and I was there without a job. I had just sold uh, for 10 hours bronzer brushes in a pyramid scheme. That's what a, the fuck? <laughs> that's another story for another time, <laughs> but that's how desperate I was for a job. Did you even work for the number one pyramid scheme, Cutco? No, it wasn't Cutco. <laughs> I don't even No, It was okay. If you want to hear the very brief story, I'm looking for jobs and I see this job and they're like, cause degree. And I apply for it. And it's like, Hey, can you sell makeup? And I'm like, fuck it. I need a job. I'll sell anything. What are we going to do? Go to a mall and have a kiosk. It's going to be normal and fine. And then they go, Oh, we'll go walk in. We'll do a test run. And they walk into the store and they're like, Hey, do you want to buy makeup? And I was like, they were like, no. And they go get out of here. And I said, okay, that's fine. We'll do yeah. that. At a couple of strip malls or someplace where there's going to be people. Um, and then I look at the paperwork. And I see that the the company was like Lion Guard, and the paperwork I was signing was like Fraudulent USA. And I go, okay, well, let me look up Fraudulent USA. And then the first thing on Google was, is it a pyramid scheme? And I was like, um, <laughs> yo. So I go to my da- so I go to my dad the night before, and I go, Dad, I'm gonna go to this job, but some sounds funny with it. He goes, Oh yeah, when you explained it to me. 
it's going to be kind of funny. I said, okay, whatever. <laughs> but my dad's supportive. He's like, oh, whatever. So then I go to the job and, and they're like, okay, we're going to go out there and we're going to go get the day. We're going to seize the day. It's like eight in the morning. It's fucking early. Seize the day. Seize the morning. Juice, juice, juice. They're saying the words juice. Do you know oh, what juice means, everybody, in the, in the sales world? Juice? No. Join no. us in creating excellence. And they were literally saying juice, juice. Like a, it was like a tick. It was like a cult. I was about to say it was very cultish. It was very cultish. Yeah. And so the lady, I think her name was Katie. Katie goes in the thing, and the guy that was uh, in front of me, let's call him, let's call him, uh, I'll use the first part of his name. Let's call him. Uh, and I need to find something that's different enough because the name was so unique. Yeah. It's a Filipino man. His name, well, let's call him this, Jean Patrick. Okay. So French, very American. And Jean Patrick had admitted to me in the interview process that he was once addicted to meth. Beside the point. Okay. But it, but it, but it comes in later in the story. Uh. This is not my number four. My number four, I can actually condense it now, but this story's funnier. So juice, juice, juice. And so uh, Katie goes on the board and she goes, here I am. I'm starting this new franchise. This is us and we're going to sell makeup. It's going to be a great thing. And ben- right here, she draws it slightly below, mm-hmm. is Jean Patrick. And he's right here. And then she starts drawing lines further down and naming everybody in the room. I, and she's literally drawing a pyramid on this whiteboard. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> this is exactly what it is. We've been in a similar situation. <laughs> so, do, so they don't even hide. The not that, that lady, not okay. Katie, or whatever her name was. So then I looked at it and I had a decision. One, just like, hey, this isn't for me. I'm out. Two, see what it's about. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to do podcasting. Let's see what it's about. First thing to, to keep in mind, I'm teamed up with John Patrick. John Patrick's wearing black slacks and a white shirt and a black tie. I as well. White shirt, black tie, black slacks. So you look like Jehovah's Witness. So we look like, or the Mormon church. Okay. Okay. Secondly, I am not wearing a belt. So I'm wearing these ill-fitting pants without a belt. <laughs> Cut to the future. We walked for 10 miles in 98 degree heat. Oh. And we, were, so, and then the last thing, where do you go to sell makeup? Where would you go? To, off the top of your head. The mall. The mall. Where would you go? Mall, where would you go? Target parking lot. Target parking lot, okay. We went to an industrial district where there was gun owners, woodworkers, iron workers, car shops. Here's the the reasoning why. Mm -hmm. One, I'm assuming they think they're all low intelligence, which is fucked up, because there was that one moment, a guy, he took advantage of what I assumed was somebody who was on the spectrum for sure. Yeah. Not good at all. No. He was like... How about this this makeup for five dollars? Well, I don't really have five dollars, but if you get this curling iron, it's fifteen. You save yourself ten dollars. And the guy's like, "All right," and I was like, "That's no, I, oh, I hate man. this. My pants are falling. <laughs> I sold one bronzer brush to some roofers. So you sweating your ass, I'm sweating my ass off, and I said, never again." You should have asked the roofers for a job. Yeah, but <laughs> bronzer brushes. Like, bronzer brushes. Like, I'm doing for this. For what reason? Wait, what reason why I was selling bronzer brushes? Did they buy the bronzer They did. Brushes. Actually, the roofer bought the bronzer brushes. Why? Because they bought them for their girlfriends who they had no time to go and buy shit for. Uh, that was that, the premise. That, yeah, gotcha. that's what I figured the logic gotcha. was. Gotcha. That it's my sense. anniversary that today. I got to buy her something <laughs> Well, nice. no. There was only one brilliant guy out of all of them. And he goes... My girlfriend buys everything from Mac. I ain't touching that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That guy knows his girlfriend. That guy's a good dude. Point being, I get home and I'm like, fuck. 
I just walked for 10 miles and made $7. Oh. What the fuck am I doing with my life? And I was getting a base pay, yeah. but I had made the $7. And so then at 2 in the morning, I go, I'm not coming in. Bye. Hang up. And I'm, and I'm jobless. I'm like, fuck. <sighs> hey, well, that girl left. Oh, man, Tommy. Tommy had to leave. Hey, Corey. <laughs> I, heard your, I heard your brother-in-law moved out of that room. Is that room open? Yeah. Hey, do you need help? <laughs> Actually, yeah. I can edit and do all that stuff. Can I move in? Let me ask Mia. The next day, Corey asks, asks Mia, hey, can he move in? Mia goes, yeah, you need a guy like him. Two weeks later, I moved to Austin. <laughs> it was like two and a half weeks later. That's the way Sleep on it. your couch. And, and I'm here. <laughs> and, and so my number four is being able to work in media. And, and being able to do this as a job. So yeah. Double Toes would be by name, but it goes beyond that. It goes even since I started my own stuff last year, yeah. it goes beyond that. And the biggest part of it is not only the experiences that Double Toes had afforded me, but the travel. Yeah. Oh, my God. So literally third weekend in to moving to Austin, I'm in Seattle doing a show. Did a show in Los Angeles. Did a show in Chicago. That was amazing. New York. Best trip of my life was New York. Yeah. I'd never seen New York. I had uh, three guys, Thomas Palumbo, Yanel, and and um, God damn it, Mewtwo. John, yeah, John um, uh, Peterson, Peterson, showing me New York. We did a 10-mile trek in yeah. eight hours. <laughs> there you go. But we were looking at churches and eating delicious foods. Oh, Patrick, I think we as well. Um, were you wearing ill-fitting pants? Yeah. I, was, I had a yeah. belt. Oh. I had a belt this time. <laughs> moving up. And it was just like, you know, like uh, that thing where like there's that musical where they're in the middle of Times Square and they're just spinning around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like that every was, fucking movie that's that was, set in New York ever. I have a video of me doing that oh, because I'm a dipshit. <laughs> but the point is the fact that I've been able to work in media and meet so many different people. My number four is just being that weird level of famous slash being able to do media and, and have a successful YouTube channel for a short time on my own, at least with someone else. 2020 Mexicans coming soon, but those experiences you can't beat, man. You can't beat going into a city and having people go to you and be like, "Hey, sign my Nintendo Switch. Yeah, sign my PlayStation. Let me buy you a beer. Yeah. Let me <laughs> let me give you this gift. Let me. You've gotten me through such awful times by by your stupid show. Yeah. What the fuck? How could I ever pay that back to somebody? Yeah, yeah, that feeling. I guess I paid it forward, but it's bizarre. It's a weird feeling and yeah. and a little bit addictive. But at the same time, I'm thankful that I was able to just meet the people I have and experience those things and travel for free. Props to Corey. As much as there was a, a little bit of tension about travel <laughs> in Los Angeles, um, yeah, he, he played. He paid for most everything there, and I wouldn't have been able to live that life otherwise for the time I did. So that's my number four: being being not working at a uh, not working at a uh, makeup sales and walking but rather being able to travel for my work being able to do uh podcasting slash video stuff for a living uh for what was it three better part of three years so that's my number four tommy what's nice. your number four man Mine's a little similar it's uh basically finding a job i can tolerate <laughs> <laughs> so how much of the decade did you not tolerate your job oh, or God. or prior to that i should say all of it what, what jobs did you have? Oh God, man! I've had some of the shittiest jobs. I think I've worked in a, I worked in home security. Okay, which is just like selling like knockoff Brinks shit. 
Bronx. Bronx, yeah, right? Bronx security is just some black dude up front. Yeah, that in Timberlands. Be- <laughs> I'm Bronx security. <laughs> I think. I, I think know. that was Justin's old job. Huh? I think Justin did that one uh, for your friend of yours. Yeah, from work. Wait, probably. Oh, oh that Justin. Oh, the I don't company care about I work for was very popular for people just coming in. Fucking hating it and leaving. So, <laughs> so, I did that for a short time. Okay. I did work uh, for Bronx Security. Worked for Bronx Security. I worked for a car dealership, which was shit. Okay. Uh, let me see. Identity theft. Oh, which was different. Like, really, just talked to a bunch of paranoid people all fucking day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like I, I don't. My identity stolen. Can he secure my social security? It's one, two, seven, eight, nine. It's basically like people just like, yeah, I dropped my wallet. At uh at the grocery store, I found it, but it was like two hours. I think someone stole my identity. <laughs> you know, it was like basically just convincing them, like you know, you're a moron. No, no one stole your identity, but right. you know, doing it in a nice yeah. way. Let so me that- run some tests. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. You're all clear. Yeah. So I did that in like this year, not this year, last year. I've been in my job for about a year, so 2018. I finally found a place that's just super fucking chill. And just laid back and cool, and I get to man, just you're, hang out your with decades cool suck, man. You're catch, you're playing catch up in these last two ones, man. Pretty fucking shitty, Sammy. To say I, the very least, but but you know, but that that was great. Like, yeah. it's just a cool place. Nobody's nobody there is over like forty, so that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. It's all just a bunch of people my age. You're like, I have no fucking clue what I was doing with my life or what I'm gonna do with my life. But this is nice. We make money here. Let's just fucking <laughs> let's just chill, and right? And it's great. That's and what you want. Fucking amazing. And I was so happy that I found a place that that fits me. Yeah. So job jobs <laughs> has been a recurring theme. Surviving a job, getting a job, leaving a job, yeah. getting a job. So yeah. getting that, one that you like. That you like. Yeah. Um, I like my job. It's all right. Yeah, man. It's it's, ne- right. it's never been a time I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Unlike most jobs where it's like, yeah, I need an exit strategy. <laughs> and we, we end up finding those anyway. But that's your yeah, number that is four. my number four. It's taking a while. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> no, I, we go on tangents, but you know what? It's good to be back in 2020. It's going to yeah. be a three-hour podcast. But let's see what we can do with JJ's number four. Oh, mine's going to be very short and sweet. <laughs> Two-hour long story. <laughs> oh. Bitches. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes was one of his lists uh pretty prior it's so. pretty much all my favorite sides just mm-hmm. potatoes <laughs> uh but uh my number four would be buying my car Ooh, oh, okay little red corvette <laughs> it's not but what it's is your not. car it's a 2014 toyota corolla fuck yeah i bought it new Ooh, <laughs> big baller status big worst ball. thing you can do with it <laughs> Is ball out with a Toyota yeah. Corolla. Very reliable vehicle. Infinitely it's reliable. Tan, yeah. Just like how I like my beers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, so the reason I chose like quitting the casino and not like say, oh, it was my first full time job or whatever was because sort of without leaving the casino n- most of my others don't happen. Mm-hmm. Like leaving the casino is kind of the catalyst. I had enough money to buy a new car, but 
they don't sell Toyotas in Eagle Pass. There's no Toyota dealership. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a casino, but no Toyota dealership. There's no Toyota dealership. It's too far from Japan, Tom. You, just, you can't get it. There is one in Del Rio, which is our sister city. Right, which is like 20 minutes away. or two, no, it's an hour. hour away, whatever. But uh, what's funny is uh, we, for a little bit of this decade, made the airbags for Toyotas. We oh wait in Eagle Pass oh oh about the same but you can't sell the car there <laughs> we can sell the airbags it's the way dealerships work dealerships are fucking weird because they're a family business they have territories blah blah so um yeah basically it's just that the dealerships there just don't specialize in selling Toyotas they specialize in selling you can Ford. buy a Ford all day though yeah or oh, Chevy Texas edition Fuck, by the way <laughs> if you guys don't know Texas has cars that are exact I don't know if they're exactly the same are they exactly the same to what? your knowledge Texas edition cars yeah, I never bought one the exact same. so so anyway <laughs> yeah yeah so they're like you know Ford F150 Texas edition it's just a sticker they put on and dipshits everywhere fucking buy them yeah. because that's all i see that's all around money man <laughs> the funny thing is i helped a friend of mine move yesterday and i have a dodge ram mm-hmm. and in the back of the dodge ram it's the, the state of texas with the little dodge ram symbol in the middle and she sit there she's like why does that have that <laughs> like, <laughs> they, oh, is there something special about this truck i'm like nah. no no Nah, it's, Fucking... it's the exact same, but with Texans and anything that has our state on it, we will buy. They have <laughs> cast iron skillets yeah. in the shape of Texas. You can't cook anything on hey, a cast iron skillet in the shape of Texas. Dairy Queen. You would think it was from Texas because I, it's on I the did cups. For most of my I, life. Did. I did too. Goddamn. <laughs> Don't feel bad. What? I did too. What? It's like Michigan. Like, what the hell is that? Wait, yes. what? Dairy Queen, Texas? They have like, it's even a jingle GQ, specifically. Yeah, that's what, what I, I like about Texas. Texas. That's the jingle. <laughs> we have a special fucking jingle, Sammy. I didn't know because for they a long time. Texans. Like once I figured out it was in other states, and I still don't know how DQ advertises outside of Texas. Like, Me either. Yeah. DQ. Um, like, I don't know. They don't have anything. They don't have a song. They don't have, that's what I like yeah. about California. Yeah, no, no. That <laughs> does not exist. But for us, they went and had a whole special ad campaign to where, yeah, DQ, that's what I like about Texas. Bitch, you ain't from Texas. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? I don't it's offensive, Why Sammy? are you asking me? I don't know. Sammy. I don't know. It's offensive. How did you guys figure out that it wasn't just in Texas? Wiki- I left. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just looked it up because I was like, some, some's not right here. Because <laughs> <laughs> my moment of clarity was watching the, the Outsiders. Goddamn right. <laughs> Outsiders. That's why Wikipedia did Because, <laughs> yeah. Because they're, they're, it takes place in California, right? I think. I think so. So... <sighs> Yeah, when uh, Ralph Macchio has to like, disappear, yeah. <laughs> <He laughs> Dally's like, so what'd you tell the cops? Get this. I told them that you were in fucking Texas. Texas. Implying that it's super far away. And I'm like, but you guys are eating at a fucking at Dairy a DQ, Queen. DQ, yeah. <laughs> oh. They really made DQ look really good in that movie, by the way. I was like, yeah, I got to go to Dairy Queen. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. This shit's not set in Texas. <laughs> Michigan? What the <laughs> like, yeah. that, it was traumatizing. Sammy. So you guys thought that DQ was specifically so a DQ uh, a Texas thing. To. Yeah, because we were already at that point, Whataburger and H E B are only in Texas. Right. Yeah. So right, it, it wasn't a huge jump to be like, Oh, I guess the place I get ice cream from is yeah. also Yeah. Plus <laughs> see Eagle Pass. 
not a lot of shit that leaves Eagle Pass. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Texas itself is a very kind of insulated place. So yeah. It's like some people don't ever leave this fucking state. <sighs> well, it's huge. It's Yeah. <laughs> you driving for three fucking days, you're still here. It's terrible. Right. It's, that's not true. <laughs> driving from West Texas to, uh, from El Paso to Austin yeah. was the fucking death trudge, man. I hated that. <laughs> By the way, just to be mad, um, you guys don't have fucking Foster's Freeze. That's no. what we have, at least in Central California. It didn't even make it up to the bay it's i think is where's the original um it was in inglewood so it goes a little bit south but oh my god literally all the ice cream actually looks like that the shit's amazing fuck yeah foster's freeze like that that's like, like a shitty sonic it does <laughs> no it looks like a shitty sonic but the sh- this shit is high Why quality. Is everything you love, like it looks shitty, but I promise you. <laughs> look at look at look at the chunks. Look at the chunks of all that. That's, that's how they a, actually. That's a look- goddamn McFlurry. That's what that is. No, no, that's what a McFlurry advertises itself as. That's real. You get like so if you order like a cookies and cream, they put a whole fucking sleeve of Oreos in that shit. Okay. My jaw is cramping. We gotta move on. <laughs> JJ, you're number four. Car and ice cream. Moving on. <laughs> and look at that little bastard. Look at how cute that little bastard is. No, actually, that's the weird one. That's the one that's mostly on everything. He's a weird-looking motherfucker. Your Marco, number three. three. All right. So thank, my number thank two. You, thank you for helping with that, because yeah. like, you're number you seven. I lost there for a second. Fast. So <laughs> look, look my at number little... two is going to be really long, so my number one is actually kind of short. Fair um, enough. So in the Army, the a standard PT test is two miles. You have to run two miles. That's just... Um, how they test how physically fit you are, mm-hmm. but most of the days you're running, I don't know, eight to twelve miles. Yeah. So you kind of learn how to do that over time, like in the sense, like the hardest thing about running it is like digesting it. It's like mm-hmm. one foot, one foot, one foot. Like it's it. It's not even at a certain point about the physicalness of it. It's about overcoming just, the mental part of it. Yeah. But being able to run that many miles led to me being able to do things and just be patient about it. And that's how I was able, when I went to college to get it for the second time, went back to Texas tech, get my degree. Uh Like everything was one step at a time. It's like, all right, take one class, do an assignment. Like I like went from probably like a 1.8 GPA to a 3.5. Not bad. And, um, impressive. Overall, like, it was just a big thing because I'm the first member of my family to ever get a degree. Right. Like, my mom went three and a half years into St. Edward's and then had to drop out to go back home and take care of everybody. Yeah. So, because I went to the Army, because I did all that, because I uh, I was able to pay for it myself, I didn't have to have my mo- my parents foot the bill. I don't have a shitload of debt the way a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good old Uncle Sam paid for my degree, and I got to finish it. I didn't know Sam was your uncle. <laughs> That's why I have so much debt. <laughs> I paid and I subsidized for his education. That's a pretty campus. Oh yeah, uh, biggest campus in the country. Yeah. Wait, what? Land is so cheap in Lubbock. They just oh <laughs> look, oh <laughs> no look. Lubbock is not the best place. <laughs> not much to do out there. Well, they say everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. So they must have just, ah, fuck it. Let's build everything. Around the school. That's pretty wide. much what the entire town did. Yeah. I mean, look at those streets. Those, those are very wide streets for very small places. Wait, go back? Yeah. That's not a very wide street when you're on it. No. That's pretty pretty average. Yeah. Yeah, well, it looks like you can just cut through you the can't parking fit lot. A Texas edition in there. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's really cool? Go back. 
the library is supposed to be like a series of books. Oh, it ends up, it ends up looking like a radiator. Yeah. <laughs> Circa like 1970. <laughs> that's radiator. But no, oh. but that's your number three. Yeah. Graduating from the good old uh, Texas Tech, home yep, yep. of Michael Crabtree, Michael and Kingsbury, Patrick, Michael Mahomes. Clark Duncan, oh, Wes sorry. Welker, Wes Wes Welker. Yep, fair enough. And Patrick Mahomes, yeah. he's going to win a Super Bowl this year. No, he's not. He's not but, it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but we're just happy it's not Tom Brady. Yes, black quarterbacks. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> Coca Cola. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if all the quarterbacks in the AFC are black. Patrick Mahomes is, Lamar Jackson Brian Tannehill's is. like the only one. That's yeah. <laughs> like the whitest guy. <laughs> His name is Tannehill. Anyway, that's your number three. Yeah. Um, my number three is going to be uh, silly. but And I had to switch the order and I had to combine these two because I was like, this is stupid. I can't just put this. So I'm going to start with it's a twofer but it's it's they're very closely linked um my number three is actually a little bit nicer um it's it's more of something that happened to me because let's let me paint a picture for high school sammy pre-2010 sammy no beard no beard okay just baby-faced all right chubby kid not really not really like smart kid good kid played football didn't get along with the football players was smart, but didn't get along with the smart kids because they're like, we're doing cocaine in high school. I'm like, I'm not about that. Okay. So then I was Such hanging out. Drug. What the- <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? They were fudging. Uh, they were going into the computer systems and making their grades A's and shit. Like, they were fucking up everything. So I was kind of in this middle spot where it's like, okay, uh, band kids? No, they're t- too secluded. I don't play instruments, okay? So the only people that would have me, as, as much as I could kind of flow between everything, were the fucking metal kids, of all things. Like, the metal kids... Marco and and like like so there was like the metal kids, like and then the emos were right next to us, but they were weird. But they were on the other side of the tree. They were neighbors to us. Everybody into alternative music just hung out with us, and we were just in general called los freaks. Like <laughs> wow, yeah, well, our town was like ninety eight percent Hispanic. On top so of- <laughs> can we make that a shirt for you guys? Uh, my parents would actually call us darks. Dang. I think that's like what the term was when they were growing up. Oh, like, got you. Dark. Instead of emos or, yeah. yeah. They were beatniks, I guess, in the. Listening to the Karen style. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like some of the guys actually, um, I still remember, like, it was like Fish, Justin Black, uh, who ended up on Jerry Springer, I found out like a year ago. Oh. That's the type of dude he is. Like, just. <laughs> he's a, he went to the army. Funny dude, yeah. Yo, he does. He goes to like uh, EDM festivals. Cool dude. Um, and then it was like Alan Penguin, uh, Joseph, Joseph Beagle, Joseph Matoya stopped being my friend because I said fuck all Patriots fans when they won a championship. But Uh-oh. he's a Patriots fan. Which one? Uh, one of them. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still cool, Joseph. Uh, point is, um. But then I went to college. I was thrown into the fires, and I was just this kid who didn't know what he was doing. He went to the Chicano floor of his college thinking, oh, I'm Mexican. I'll move in. And I'm in a dorm with nothing but dudes from East L.A. and fucking yeah. Compton. I'm out of place there, and I'm just finding myself out of place at the point where I'm just don't know what the fuck I'm doing with myself. Then I joined an org, and I started meeting people and stuff. And then um, right at the end of college, I met this girl. And I met this girl, and I was like, oh, man, this girl's kind of cool. And – and uh it look at how would have it one she was named after my first celebrity crush uh, i don't i, I kind of want to give it away but i also don't want you fuckers to look her up but fuck it her name was jennifer lopez and i was like that's pretty dope 
And and so He's we started lying. talking. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I am. And so and so I met her. I'm like, wow, you're really cool. We start talking. I met her at the club. And my, my friend of a friend of mine through a friend of mine. And we start talking, and it's like, oh shit. We met at like Spring Insight. Like before you go to college, they take you for like a week yeah. to go see what the school's like and stuff. And I met her and we just started talking and then and then we fell in love. We went on this real magical first date. I'll tell it on the Valentine's Day story. And it was great. And so my number three is part one is falling in love. I didn't think okay. that I'd ever would. I was like, I'm so lonely. And I tell people this often um, because I'm like a cautionary tale. Because I was getting to the point in my life where I was starting, my brain was starting to turn on girls because I was 21 and I'd never been serial killers. Yeah. And I had never (laughs) dated anybody or had anybody like me. And I had female friends and everyone was cool with me. No one was like bullying me, but I was like, it's not me who's wrong. It's the women. You know, they, like, they, they, they don't in know that, what they're missing. They don't know what they're missing. They want these frat bros. And, and so that, that knob was starting to turn. Oh, no. And yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and I felt it. I'm like, no, that's not. It was like a, like the dark side coming over yeah. me. And so then and then Jennifer put her hands on mine. And she goes, no, turn it back. <laughs> With the power of love. And I was like, great. This is how guys get girlfriends. You're just not a fucking weirdo and an asshole. You're charming and you dance. And you, be yourself. And you be yourself. Yeah. And so then one night we go on a date. And it's like our second date. And um, and I was like, um, you know, we were having a good time. I was like, hey, you want to come back to my place and watch The Dark Knight or watch a movie? Watch a, it was watch a movie. The only movie I had that was a DVD was The Dark Knight. Right. So we put in The Dark Knight. And I'm watching it. And I'm sitting there. And then she starts getting friendly. I'm like, oh, I came to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just wanted to watch a movie. And then thing one thing led to another. And other things led to another, and that's the other part of my number, my number three. Losing your virginity. Losing my virginity, baby! I did it! I wish I had fucking... Hold on, I need a theme song. <laughs> I need a theme song. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, let's do it. I lost my virginity! No! Wait for it. Come on! There you go, Yeah! <laughs> And I was like, it happened. It finally happened. Victory. <laughs> and I'm over here just like, you can't see me to everybody. I'm fucking, I don't know what his special moves are. I'm rock bottoming people on the way out. It was great. It was it's, great. It's the FU. Or it was the FU. And she effed me. <laughs> and it was like terrible. And I was like, was I good? And she was like, you'll, no. get, you'll get better. And I was like. Yeah, actually, preceding so you were that. Proto-Cena. Yes. <laughs> so, so preceding that though, so things are getting hot and heavy, and I'm getting kind of embarrassed, but it's true. So she realized I hadn't really dated anybody before, and so yeah. we're like doing the thing, and she goes, "Are you a virgin? What would you have done? Lied? Like, no, I've done. How old were you? I was 21. Ugh. <laughs> do you lie or do you tell the truth? I'd have lied. I would have yeah, lied. I told I the truth. I was like, I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> And then she was like, and she tells me after, because we dated afterwards for for a while. Um, she goes, oh, is he going to get weird? Oh, he's going to be this fucking freak or whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. He deserves it. And then she <laughs> did it. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then and then we proceeded to have our relationship. And then it didn't work out. And then I, and I've fallen in love at times in between the decade, throughout the decade. And those have been great times, too. But um that's something it's just something in me that was like oh man i thought about it i was like you know what finding love is some people don't ever do it some people are those freaky incel people that just they hate women and they're just so weird or they or they have these shams where they're like 
you know, they, they stay in relationships and they're just like, oh, I'm happy. Whatever. Look on a comments page and you'll find a lot of those. Exactly. <laughs> and and so and on the relationships I had, they were short lived. Some of them, I mean, year or so and plus. Yeah. But I got out when I needed to in the scope of things, and that's it. Yeah. So it's like, of course, I'm going to be happy and thankful for that. So my number three, falling in love and being deflowered. Right. Okay. So John Cena joke. Uh, <laughs> before you know. Uh, before your number three, your finishing move was John Cena's five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> but then you finally learned the FU. You can't. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Also, um, fake excellence. Move along. I don't want to hear about Sammy Cherry getting popped. <laughs> it was embarrassing. No, it wasn't embarrassing. It was awesome. Tommy. Probably oh, was embarrassing. It's probably a little <laughs> slightly embarrassing, but I made up for it. Yeah. Tommy. Mine is going to film. This is your number three. This is my number three. Your number three. Yeah, yeah let's do yeah, that. Going to film school. Go, you went to film school? I went to film school. No, a lot of people know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I, had a cue. I had a cue. No, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so no, which man, school? A lot of people don't know. I went to uh, U of H. U of H, University of Houston. of Houston. Yeah, yeah, and they had a, not the best film program, but it, it, it was, was a film program. A film program. It was close and it was cheap, and so that's what I did, and that was always my dream is to... To study film, so I did that. And so, what kind of what kind of classes did they teach there? What kind of oh, classes God, did you was, go? Uh, let me see. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I don't oh, want. God. <laughs> Why do they got to No, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to play the, the video. Funny thing is that shit is in the hood like a son of a bitch, and they. Oh, I, I like, looked <laughs> when I was leaving the army. I looked at various campuses yeah i wanted to i actually wanted to major in marketing and then i figured out it was way more fun to do I'm, uh so i ended up graduating which is something i actually should have said it, <laughs> <laughs> you just attended for three uh, years uh, advertising and public relations because oh, okay. i found out it was way more fun to do be the person on the floor actually making the advertisements or doing things like that but u of h i looked at and i talked to one of my friends <laughs> That are actually from Deer Park. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you think Deer Park is ghetto. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? You have no fucking idea. I mean, this campus looks nice. Dude, literally. The I'm... campus is nice. Across the street, crack dens. All over the goddamn place. <laughs> not, not houses. Dens. <laughs> Straight up dens. One bedrooms. Crack dens. Just surrounding this fucking school. Like, miles out. Nothing but just... Shitty, <laughs> shitty neighborhood. So it's like USC. USC is the same is way. It actually. really was. Well, USC is in like deep downtown LA, or not downtown, we'll, but we'll go with that. Compton, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I, I studied uh, writing for electronic media, screenwriting, and yeah, just You've typical dabbled. film history. You yeah. dabbled. I dabbled a little bit. I didn't finish. Okay. Shame on me. I <laughs> no, it's fine. I went, which was just like the ultimate goal for like my entire high school time. Yeah, you got admitted. It's hard I to get. It. It's hard to remember, get it's hard school. to get admitted <laughs> Any anywhere. School, really? Yeah. Right. That's not a city college that lets everybody Actually, in. Actually, take that back. It's easy to get in this fucking okay. school, but still, <laughs> right? Just getting into college—that's an accomplishment, man. Yeah. Like, that, that's a, that's a thing. And like I didn't like I said, I didn't graduate. Fuck it. It didn't matter. I went. I learned what I needed to learn. Right. <laughs> like film is not the type of thing like they really judge by degrees. It's about what you actually do. So right. I learned what I needed to learn and fuck it. And you, I'm here. And you're here <laughs> on camera. Welcome to us. You're number three. Yeah. JJ, you're number three. My number three is actually kind of tying into Tommy's number five, my own place. I have my own apartment now. Woo! I'm working on that. Ooh, I was like, I dream. got it. <laughs> and I've been to your apartment. You got a big ass apartment. Thank you. 
Can ladies? I tell you the one? Can I, <laughs> lady, no, I'll tell you one for the ladies that I was a little jealous of. You have a big ass tub. Yeah, I do. Really? No, his tub is like four feet. You have to like climb over it to get oh, into the shower. Shit. Like a jacuzzi tub? What you got working it's on not a gym? It's not a jacuzzi tub, but point is, I could fit in it. And I can't fit in classic tubs. Yeah, and I'm short. Like, I have to so, jump over that song, bitch. So you have like, <laughs> you have like <laughs> candles and shit, bubble baths with champagne. I could picture JJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you think he keeps that complexion? <laughs> but point is, I was dummy jealous of that because I went to use the restroom design. I'm like, this is a big ass tub. Yeah. I had like an armrest. I was sitting down. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. The six Next got like a goddamn <laughs> echo in the bathroom yeah. and shit. Like, God, is this, my bedroom is small. Yeah. <laughs> Did it like fully design my bathroom? Because the floor plan for my apartment is different from everyone else's. Okay. In, in, in my floor. Yeah. And uh, they had a lot of extra space. So my sink is like a yard. Like, it's fucking <laughs> what huge. The hell? He's got an industrial sink in his kitchen. <laughs> I just have the one sink, though. Like, you have stalls like, in there, too? It looks like it should be a double sink, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. His and hers. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's just the one sink. I'm like, well, this kind of like fucks with my OCD. I feel like there should be another one here. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. But no, it's a nice apartment. I'm like, I should move into your apartment. Oh, it's way too fucking north. Oh, my God. Yeah. From the city of Austin. So, But it's right across the street from my job. So There you go. <laughs> so, but no, It's get, convenient for JJ. But that's my dream. That's why I'm trying to move out and get my own place. So then the Mexicans will have it. They're my own studio and have... Oh, I wish I could have as much space as you, let's be honest. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. It's gonna be even tighter than this. Welcome to the warm excellence, you guys. Hey, it'll We're gonna be, be yours. But it'll be mine. <laughs> yeah. But JJ, this is about you. Your number three is getting your own spot. How long have you been there? Uh year and a half. Fucking dope. And you can go to work like two minutes away. Like roll out of bed and they're then roll building, to work. They're building new apartments across the street. So now I'm like, I kind of want to move over there. So I don't know. <laughs> like I, now I literally just roll out of bed. Oh shit. I'm, I'm here. I'm clocked in. That, <laughs> that's called an internment camp. <laughs> You're kind of flirting with the JJ. I think, I think you should stay with your own, but uh, that is your, what if it has a bigger tub? Screw that. What if it's cheaper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're adults. Like, that's all that really matters. Is... And I'm an adult and I demand a bigger tub. So, uh, whichever one has the biggest why tub. Don't you guys you... just swap places. <laughs> no. <laughs> Marco, you're number two. So, this is, like I said, it's going to be the longest one. And it's also the most complex because it actually goes beyond this decade a little bit because there needs to be backstory to the backstory to everything that actually happened this decade. So it actually starts in high school in a way. So picture me, 14, uh, freshman in high school. Uh, before I got into punk, before I hung out with all those peoples, I played Yu-Gi-Oh. I was that loser. I was Yu-Gi-Oh playing yep. Yu-Gi-Oh with other Yu-Gi-Oh losers. Wow. And, well, everybody did grow up in a different kind of path, but it, my path took a weird turn where it was like at 14, I couldn't, I was probably closer to you at 20. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can't imagine ever having a girlfriend, can't imagine. Well, if, if I may indulge myself, uh, at the beginning of the decade, this is what you looked like. Yeah. So, uh. I wondered what Marco was. <laughs> yeah. So, so proto <laughs> this. That's before that. That's actually. No, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is the begin. This is 2011. This is the beginning of the decade for so, you. Uh, no, that's a, that is uploaded in 2011, but that is a photo from junior year in high school. Okay. Jesus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So junior year, uh, junior to senior year happens where because I play football and because I'm really driven by things like that, I get in more and more like better and better shape to the point where it's like, um, oh, 
like I can get girls, I can get girlfriends and stuff like that <laughs> by but just I being still, big and strong. But it it kept hitting more of a crescendo when I was like about twenty, um, where um, I didn't know how to say no. Uh, so that's yeah. Like I said, it's a shitty story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, because your girlfriend's in this room. Do you want to tell it? Yeah. Give you an out now. <laughs> it's been, has it been pre-screened? Okay. No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's part of this. Part of the, what? What? One of the things that was wrong with me it, at the beginning of this decade. Well, no, it was more 2009. But um, uh, fuck. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to start. All right. The time. So I was dating one person. And then at the same time, I started cheating on that person with somebody else. That somebody else was someone that I should not have been with. And they were a mutual, really good friend's crush. And I hurt that person. Right. So, And then I would end up leaving that person by cheating on that person with another person. So by that road, I've burned a lot of bridges uh, doing that, uh-huh. being kind of a womanizer. Yeah, fuck this dickhead right here. This dude sucks. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. Yes. On top of that, you know how when I get got drunk over the summer, or get drunk in general, you're like, you're too honest and you say things that are deep. Well, no, you, yeah, you just go. You'll be like, hey, Sam, I don't like the fact that your mustache can't connect. And it's, no, like, no, 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 it's, no, like, no, it's like, wait a minute. I know that, that but why are you pointing that out now? <laughs> We're having a good time. That... <laughs> That's innocent compared to what I actually say when I when I was when I'm drunk. Because you say like, man, whatever you say cuts deep. Like you don't have to come at me like that. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you'll say some out of pocket shit. Well, bro. I know <laughs> you're my friend, but fuck you, bro. Well, that's I say. It, I'm literally saying those things usually out of love, like to be like, hey, man, hard, hard love. But you need to be aware of this flaw that you were not aware of until well, this drunk in moment. In 2009, I was just an asshole. Right. Like would not say it out of hard love would just say mean things because I thought it was funny. Like, it's a different creature. Right. So the thing that I did over this decade and the thing that I actually didn't do alone, I did it mostly with the help of Izzy and Paco for the most part, was just learning how to be a good friend. Like, it's a, it's a mixture of, like, not taking up too much on your plate, learning how to be a good person, uh, being honest and truthful with the people that are around you a hundred percent of the time, even if it's like your flaws and shit like that. Right. Like overall over this whole decade, like it's like I've made peace with almost no 100% everyone that I pissed off at that point in time, including the girls, including, um, one of them's actually JJ's actually in this room. He's one of the people that I, I yeah no I I, yeah. I heard that story. This is also my two. So. <laughs> oh, just jump over. So just yeah, just go ahead and just jump into it. Wait, your number two is it accepting his apology or? Uh, yeah, because uh, for the longest time, like I just insulated myself. That's why like the casino was also good for me because no one that I knew worked at the casino. Okay, I was alone there. Yeah. And I didn't have time to hang out or do anything, really, because mm-hmm. I was at work all the yeah. time. But I needed that time to, like, look at myself and, like, really just get off my cross. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So. And um, it, it's <laughs> I was like, really, I was like there's more actually, to the story. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> like, a lot to this story. But it's actually really funny on the note of healing. The So I would say about for five years, all every mutual best friend was like, you guys need to get... Actually, it was JJ, you need to get over it. JJ, you need to get over it. And the one person that actually got us together 
put in the same room was Paco. Mm-hmm. And his whole like modus operandi to it was like, I'm going to pretend you guys are meeting for the first time ever. Hey, Mark, this is my, my cousin, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> and pa- you know how Paco is. He just has this horror where it's like, we're going to do this and you're going to be cool. Fuck you. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But I mean, it, there was a lot of like late night heart to hearts between 2010 and today that, and like I said, they're mostly with Izzy and Paco. Had a lot of good army friends help me along the way. Have, I mean, all this today, like I couldn't have had it without all that. Right. Cause I would be like, man, fuck you. You're not a part of my podcast. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <laughs> but do you want to elaborate on your number two a little bit more? I mean, beyond just I mean, being yeah, at the casino? Because, well, yeah. Like I said, uh, uh, me getting hired at the casino kind of happened almost like back to back with this mm-hmm. because one of the girls involved uh i was a co-worker with her at our previous job so mm-hmm. like there was no way i was going to get away right I, like this was going to be a wound that was constantly going to be open right so i just needed to quit and i had been thinking about leaving Coles for the longest time are you at a hardware store too Huh? Kohl's is not a hardware. Kohl's. Wait. Oh wait. Department no, store. No. Department store. I'm sorry. I thought I was, I was, thinking, I was thinking lols in my head. I like, okay. I was no, like, no. Kohl's wouldn't hire me. I'm too short. Oh shit. <laughs> no. Can't but, carry the power tools. <laughs> no. But Kohl's is even worse because it's like, oh man, I want some Levi's. Man, these. Well, the legs are longer than the other. Fuck this. That's <laughs> but it's okay because I use my Kohl's. Caps. Kohl's caps. <laughs> Actually, it was a jacket. I bought it a <laughs> like this is from when I worked there. Oh my god! I still have a lot of the shit. That from that time. I have a lot of Colts cash left over. <laughs> got like a vault full of Colts cash, <laughs> and he has the vest to protect it. That's what the casino was for. I have a shirt that, like, whenever a Colts team member would go volunteer, they would give you this shirt. Like, oh, you're part of the A team. You're volunteering, helping the community. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It was just you know brand recognition, but uh, I kept the shirt. So when I started going to the gym, I was like, oh, shit, I need a shirt that I'm, you know, willing to get sweaty and don't care if anything happens to it. Right. I'm going to wear the Coles shirt. So <laughs> the Coles shirt. And then the dudes that work the front desk at the gym would just start calling me Coles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of set yourself up for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, did, but I was like, they were cool. It was uh-huh. but, yeah. uh, anyway, I digress. Yeah. So, like, that wound was just going to keep getting open, keep getting open, keep getting open. I needed to just separate myself yeah uh let it just heal yeah get away from it and plus i needed money yeah (laughs) yeah but uh but yeah that that time away and then you know at the casino it's a much older crowd that i'm working with right so you're just like a monk because there's no young women working there or even going there there were a few but but I mean, really, when you think of casino, do you think of young women that are, aren't on the arms of these old ass rich men? Well, no. no. I mean, I wasn't even talking about like the clientele because I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I may be an employee, but you were in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the other thing too. Like the the analogy of isolating myself is even more apt because I literally worked at the cage. You're right. Like that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So people don't so, shoot you and take your money. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just that time away to heal, digest, process it. Cause I mean, part of me, like I'm as much to blame for it in a way. Cause yeah. I, I just like let the bridge burn I, and I threw gasoline on it. I wasn't, willing to forgive and move on and yeah look what you did you fucking <laughs> asshole what do you no, do this for but no. that was me right that, that that part's on me right like, 
All's fair in love and war, they say. <laughs> and this motherfucker went to war, so his love is that awful. Was, that was before that. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, patterns. <laughs> other thing. Other person I got to shout out. I don't. Uh, so, Izzy and Paco are the the cold water to so to speak. Is like, bro, you need a like that. Yeah, you need a yeah. Yeah, you're sleeping and they just ah cold water. Wake up. Get the uh, fuck gone. But I do need to shout out one more person, which is Edward. Has never <coughs> lost faith in me. Like despite all the horrible things, he's like. You're going to be a good person. Like, you're okay. You'll be Damn. fine. Like, that was Edward's role. You make yourself sound like a beast of burden or something. Like, you were just like this troll in the bottom <laughs> of a bridge. You need to understand, like, probably in 2009, I burnt, like, every bridge but Izzy and Edward. I'm not going to understand it. <laughs> because that's so long ago. But, hey, he, look at us. Yeah. Look at us. You, no, you need to hug. That's, we're good. Yeah. You two kiss. We did that in New Orleans. Oh. Well, not a kiss, but... We, <laughs> we, 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 what, what, you don't want to kiss your friend? No. Okay, good. Me, I don't but, in New, <laughs> but New Orleans is actually the first place that we actually, when you were there, we formally said... Because yeah, we had been cool for a while yeah, at yeah. that point, yeah. but at, that was the us verbally like, hey man, we're cool, and then we took a shot. Right, it was... Hold on. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. This is you two motherfuckers. Let's see if it... Let's see, <laughs> let's see if it... Let's see, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Let me cue it up. Make sure, make sure. God damn, there it is. Tommy knows what's up. This was you guys, fucking after New Orleans and shit. What was that New Orleans? Whatever. (laughs) 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 Fuck it. You guys just made up that way. If I can make up with anybody, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Fucking flex. (laughs) Your number, your number twos. Friendship. Friendship. (laughs) Friendship. Is it my number two? Yeah. yeah. All right. It's my number two. My number two, very simple. Uh, you talk about being the first in your family to graduate college. My number two or is very easy. It's the reverse of that. Let's see. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Uh, let me campus is also graduating from college, but I was actually the last. Shut up. There we go. The last to graduate. So my oldest sister in 1996 got accepted to UCLA and she graduated four years. Fucking bam, right? Superstar. Then my brother got admitted to San Jose State, graduated in 2006. Then my sister got into Fresno State a year after him. They're a year apart. And uh, they went, she went to Fresno State. So here I am. They both graduated college before I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no pressure. Fuck it. That being said, growing up, 1996, my sister is uh, 12 years older than me. And so when she was like, I'm going to UCLA as the first of all of our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's the oldest, uh, the oldest son in his family. She's the first one to go. So she's leading the pack. Um, I'm like, I want to go to UCLA, too. I got Bruin stuff. Skip Hicks was the running back at the time, if you even remember that Skip name. Hicks. That was the name of the running back. Oh my Had God. the jersey. I was all UCLA all the time, and I wanted to go to UCLA since I was a fucking kid. And then shows up to the time. I'm applying to UCLA. It's the, the most admitted. There's the most admissions uh, applications that go into UCLA. It's one of the hardest schools to get into. And I applied, but I'm dumb. Because, like <laughs> I mentioned... As I mentioned before, they had all graduated college before I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So the the SAT, the scores changed. Perfect was 1,500. 
Now it was like two, like two sixty or something like that. They added a third SAT portion. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you so had to write an essay, right? And you fucked that part up. No, I didn't. Fuck, I wouldn't no. have thought that was the best part for you. No, no. Well, the part. Well, here's the thing. The, the part I fucked up was um, math. No, I, I did fine, but the thing was, I got like a fifteen ninety or something, which oh, is like average. But I only was able to. I only took it once because I took it at the very last possible second. I had nobody, no counselors, nobody guiding me on how to apply for college. Right. That was the problem. My sister had done it um, over a decade I, before. I was just a Wikipedia mole, so I knew about all that stuff. But apparently, um, I, I don't know why, but Hispanics do better on the ACT than the SAT. And that was another one I could have done, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I got. I mean, my grades are fine. Uh, they were like 3.4 or something like that. Um, I didn't try. I The SAT, I took one and done, did good. My AP test, I did good. Um, so then I applied to UCLA and I didn't know how to apply. And I thought that going in as um, undeclared was bad, which I could have just gone undeclared and been fine. I decided to apply for directing of theater. And you had okay. to do an audition and it was a junior program. So they just went, nice application. Toss. Oh. <laughs> so to this day, I would never know if I got admitted to UCLA. Because it was a wash. It, the application was just for the wrong thing, without the audition, without any of that shit. This so a great application. Too bad he didn't write his name. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it, it was bad. I applied to Cal State and Northridge, and then I applied to the school I ended up going to, which is UC Santa Barbara. And there was not a better decision I've made in my life because, holy shit, bike lanes just automatically there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't need a car because you can get to campus on the designated God, bike lanes. It doesn't even look like a real school. It looks like some shit from, like, a CW show. Right. No, it's, 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 on, it's on the beach. It used to be a former Navy base. Uh, if you take a look at that, that's walking distance from the dorms oh, those wow. buildings right there are dorms not even right and so here i am four years go by film and media studies i'm just figuring out my fucking life it's like opposite on... of U of H. no kidding <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm just trying to that, that lagoon smells like fucking piss though i will say that so that does lagoon... U of H. <laughs> no but it looks pretty but that looks no lagoons it just smells like this. imagine like the beach and everything right there like how many condoms are in the sand oh yeah. oh, oh countless oh. Countless. Oh, and I go back to the bikes. The bikes. The There's bikes are very unique. Granules anymore. It's just <laughs> you're laying down on condom. <laughs> I just no, and uh, it's you know it's called you can study buzz. UC Santa Barbara. There's that's a dorm, freshman dorm right there. Looks like a luxury hotel. That's the one it's I stayed in. San Miguel, baby. That's where I stayed. They all yeah. look like that now, though. Yeah, I know. But the idea is I was able to go to one of the most beautiful places in the world go to school there meet some of the greatest people there um find who i was uh, kind of going back to it real quick as i mentioned before um that weird shifting of the incel yeah that, that, that very small kind of volume shift that stemmed from growing up in fresno california the middle of fucking nowhere in the heat kind of like an angry kid just mm -hmm. kind of have a chip on his shoulder everything's unfair i you know i just, whatever i was an angry person Four years at this fucking school will mellow out anybody. And and so if you guys have ever, I don't know, you guys consider me excitable in terms of conversation, but in terms of kind of demeanor, You're pretty I, chill, pretty chill. Yeah. This is this is why. Okay. And there's no other reason for it. So my number two is graduating from college. I don't give myself credit. I tend to not tote it, but it is fucking important. I, I completed my dad's four kids, four degrees, uh, two UCs, two Cal States. Um, no deans list, no nothing, but. I did it, and it's one of the top universities, public universities in the world. Uh, currently, right now, I think it's number seven. So, I mean, 
at the time it was like number three or number five. What so you couldn't get into Stanford. I couldn't get fuck you. The Stanford, <laughs> Stanford started playing, and I was like, no. But um, yeah, you really you, there's nothing in the world that can beat it. So uh, I'm not gonna try to. So there's only one thing that can beat it, and that's my number one. I was but, about to say something beat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that when number we get to my three. number one. Your what? number two. All right, mine's a little real. Yes. Yeah. All right. So it hasn't been the best decade, but. One can assume. Yeah, my dad died. I went through a lot of heavy shit. Yep. Even after that. Of course. And so when things like that happen, that it piles up on someone, you know? And it gets to a point to where you become depressed. You become, you know? Yeah. You may have some traumatic things that you have to deal with. Right. A lot of people don't fucking deal with them. Yep. I'm black. Sam, I don't know if you noticed this. Um, well, you are in the Mexican, so I'm thinking about drafting you just to protect you. But you might end up in a cage. Yeah. So if you become Mexican, you might end up in a cage. Are you okay with that trade-off? Oh, nah. I'll stick okay. with black. It's All right. Okay. You, can say, yeah. you can say the N-word. People look at you for style points. Yeah, right, uh, right. No yeah, sunburns. No, like, it's a thing within our culture, you know. It's it's not always the best to, to admit that you have. Oh, that I am black. I was like, Tommy, <laughs> you don't have to admit it. <laughs> You're very black. We can see it. We can all see it. Yeah, no. It, I mean, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you came in through the hallway and I saw a hat and I was like, what's that floating? Oh, it's Tommy. Like grabbed a bat real quick. Oh, it's just Tommy. Okay, we're good. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, no, in, in our culture, it's not always, you know, common to admit that you need help. Yeah. Like at all, really. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You just suck it up, you know, mm. drink it away call it a day that's it right right so you know it it, it was a point to where that it was kind of the way i was raised looks this way my dad kind of was yeah and so I'll, it came to a point where i hit a crossroad i was like i'm fucking depressed i am yeah not in a good place mm-hmm. i need to talk to someone i need to fix this and so i started therapy which i intend on going back to that all was that last stuff. you know last episode yeah 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 i mentioned that so yeah no it's it, basically that getting help Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it an accomplishment. Well, yeah, well, you know, from the kind of like I said the decade I've had, it it kind of required it. Well, you think about it, and you talk about being, and TJ would probably back you up. It's, yeah. This is going to be me doing my not my TJ impression, but my TJ kind of uh, uh, put my TJ shirt on, right? Black fathers. <laughs> That's how he would say it. What? True. No, True. I hit the thing and I was. Oh, Rrr. I look fine. And oh, I thought, I thought you. Were, I thought you were mad. I said black fathers. I was like, <laughs> I, went black, I went black fathers. He goes, <laughs> even he's afraid of. Marco them. knows what I'm talking. About. <laughs> but but or really, uh, TJ would even say ethnic fathers. Yeah. Um. Uh, we we me and you Marco we have this fake argument about whose grandfather is toughest, <laughs> <laughs> like whose grandfather kicked one's ass. Yeah. Uh, yours was yours is the immovable object. Mine's the unstoppable force. No, I think it's the other way around. Um, I don't think we gave them titles. It was just. Oh no! Yeah. I just that's the way I pictured it because you were like, <laughs> my thing was like nothing could kill my grandfather, and you're like nothing could be de- nothing can be undefeated. I don't know, whatever the fuck. Point is, <laughs> point is, we're on lost uh, the thread. Two hours and eleven minutes of podcast. Um. Oh, that's we're we're fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> number one. We got thirty minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> point is, um, what movie review tonight? Oh shit, fuck you, <laughs> cats. <laughs> Finally just, saw it. I just saw Jojo. No, I'm no, I saw The Witcher. Toss a coin to your. Okay, we're not doing that. We're talking about Tommy's depression. So, uh, <laughs> toss a coin to your therapist. And so, um, no, but to go back to the point. Yeah. Um. My grandfather died at an early age. He was 61, I think, Mm -hmm. because he just drank. He just drank himself to death. His kidneys decided to be like, fuck it, I'm out. And my dad at this current point has now outlived his dad. But my grandfather was a a migrant worker, farm worker, sheep shearer. 
And you can't imagine the kind of shit he's seen and dealt with. Right. So and your father probably has a similar, not maybe that story, but a different story. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he used to, it's, it's going to sound fucking terrible. This is Texas, by the way. My dad was old. Pick cotton. Yeah. No, my, gran- my, my, yeah. my, my, my pick grandpa picked cotton. You got paid for it. Yeah. No, but cotton's king down here. Right. And uh, no, and my grandfather picked cotton too. It's yeah. whatever was available. So that, that doesn't, it, yeah. so that doesn't phase me at all. Right. The idea is. You live that hard life. You drink that hard. My dad started smoking when he was eleven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you live a hard life. Yeah. You know, it ends up coming quick. And so you were at that crossroads where you were living that rough life. Yeah. And you could have down the bottle and right. done it, or smoked, or whatever, or lost yeah. yourself in whatever. Could have completely. Yeah. You would think I would have like liver failure or some shit. Right. But it's, yeah, it came important. I didn't want that to be the case. Right. And it was like, well, I got you know, it's not many alternatives you have after that. Right. It's like this is a problem, and yeah, I could go that route and fucking you know kill my kidneys and yeah. liver and shit, but or I can set myself up for a future to where I'm okay, right? You know, so yeah, decide to take that route, and you know, here I am. So right, yeah. There you go. That's that your number two. two. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. The clip if it comes up. Damn it. <laughs> There's that Dave Chappelle. Help! Dave Chappelle just says it in a way that uh, I wanted to recreate. But that's your number two. That is one number JJ, you already did your number two with uh, friendship. Right. And now, friendship. Marco, you're number one. <laughs> so uh, my number one is kind of a weird idea. And it sounds really like black and white when I when I say it out loud. Which Michael is, Jackson. No. Uh, He's I, black. He's white. No one was gonna back me up. Shamon. Shamon. But to give him credit, to come out with that fucking song, knowing what we know about him, <laughs> I gotta respect that. Like, <laughs> like just gotta put it out there, huh, Michael? Okay. <laughs> yeah, his lyrics, not the, not the strongest. Not the best. It's not lyrics, I don't think. <laughs> that's, it, that's not lyrics. That's not lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. Uh, <laughs> yes. So it's black. So it's Michael Jackson. No, no, no. Uh, my number one is I didn't die, and I don't mean it in the sense of the army, which was your number five. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean in the so this idea, the best way I've ever heard it explained was actually in BoJack Horseman, where they talk about something called the age of stagnation. Mm-hmm. It's like you reach this age where you're done. Like you're stop growing, you stop picking up new hobbies, you stop traveling. You go to work, you come home, you watch TV, and then you go to work the next day. Right. And then, like, you meet people like that. My parents are legit people like that, where, I mean, I know that they did everything they did so that me and my sister could have the best life, but it's something that I never wanted for myself. I never want to hit the age of stagnation where it's like, this is it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, a weird comparison to make, and I'm nowhere near successful as this person, but it's like... Arnold Schwarzenegger always talks about, like, in his motivational videos that you hear online sometimes, it's just, like, I was a bodybuilder. Then I started mm-hmm. my own company where I was a – wasn't a carpenter. Like a roofer. Yeah. yeah. And then I became an actor. Then I became a politician. Now I'm an activist. It's, like, that kind of growth where you can – you develop multiple talents. Like, you just keep opening doors to yeah. see what you can do. I mean, I've – I, I mean, outside of being uh, a salesman, I mean, I, I've uh, wasn't a, I was a soldier. Now I'm doing a podcaster. I'm trying to get back into writing. I'm trying to uh, ho- hopefully film something either this year or next year. Like, mm-hmm. just keep opening doors. Doesn't matter if they lead to anywhere. But it's just want to keep doing that. Want to keep traveling. Want to keep doing things that 
make me feel alive. So your decade has just been accruing skills like a goddamn RPG character. <laughs> I got plus five Actually, carpentry, plus ten podcasting, plus seven writing. I do sometimes look at like all the random skills that I have, and I'm like, oh man, if this is like a skill tree, they're not leading the shit. No, <laughs> does. no, you do that shit all the time. Where you, what was the? That's the most prominent thing that you set as like your health bars. Yeah. You, you had told me what was it? Um, but essentially, you look at a lot of things like leveling up in a video game. You kind oh, yeah. of figured to me, what was the thing you told me, though? I wish I could remember. Um, but you were essentially... Was, it was about grinding XP. Like, grinding, that's, that's what it was. It's grinding XP. Okay. If you want to get stronger, you have to grind for XP. So that means going to the gym. That means eating healthy. And then each one of those has point values. You Wouldn't know? it be awesome if that was like a real thing? Like you accomplish something and just like I mean, a little XP bubble pops up. <laughs> that's like, kind of what a Fitbit does. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah Apple Watch. Sure. You did it. We just, we just need it for you everything. You can set up not a just... skin to make it look like the Fallout, like Pip-Boy. Yeah, Pip-Boy, yeah. Or in I mean, my case, mine looks like the watch from GoldenEye. <laughs> because I mean, of course it does, JJ. I, I did for like everything. Like, oh, I finished reading War and Peace, ten XP. Like, okay, like yeah. that's something. Like, you wish it was tangible. Yeah, like, I wish it like was, it was an it incremental was increase. <laughs> well, Pam actually introduced me to this app that's called Todoist. All it is is a to do list, mm-hmm. and then I took it from there to me- on just on pad and paper. I wrote down I have long term goals and I have short term goals that I hope to achieve in the next two months. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself a reward for it on the other side. Like, it's like if, I'm trying to remember one of the moves. It's like if I can save so much money, I can buy two plane tickets this year to take two trips. Right. If I uh, lose so much weight, I can reward myself by getting a tattoo. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, and it, it, as I look at it and it looks like a, like, this is the task, this is the reward. I'm like, oh, that's what the Borderlands looks like. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus. But it's effective. I mean, yeah, I have one works, of those. Yeah. I have one of those. I have to lose 20 pounds so I can go on Disneyland rides. So it's like, lose 20 pounds, Disneyland rides. Not have to wait for uh, like go on the rides with my nephew. I, I have three months to make it happen. So it's like, yeah. fuck it, let's do it. Nice. Goals. Goals. I like that. So you're number one. <laughs> but did you die? You didn't, and you and you accrued skills because of it. Yeah. My number one, you're done with your number one. I'm done. My number one is also very simple. Um, it's the Mexcellence established 2014. <laughs> I had this stupid dream that so Spill had collapsed. Spill.com. If you guys don't know, I was a big, huge fan. Me too. Spill.com. Yeah. And they they closed their doors in 2013, late 2013, December, I yeah. believe. And everything shut down and everything was terrible. And then in my brain, because I was studying film and media, I was like, well, I've always wanted to do podcasting. And there's, you know, uh, two black guys, a Mexican and a a couple white guys. They were doing it. And then that fell apart. And a couple other guys doing it. British dude. And (laughs) yeah, shout out to Nick Hodges. And um, (laughs) and I was like, look, I studied all these things. I went to uh, had the Chicano floor I was on. I was in an organization called Hermanos Unidos. And so I was all Mexican doubt. And like, look, I was like one of five guys in my media class that was brown. Yeah. And I was like all this. The curriculum we had, there was no Chicano film class. There was Chicano studies that had Mm -hmm. some of the films, but nothing there. 
And then you look at the history and you look at all the different types of uh, media, Canadian cinema. We had, I was watching Australian Whoa, cinema class. Canadian cinema. There was a Canadian cinema? <laughs> and I took the class. A, uh, okay. Exactly. What the fuck? So I notice, and I, I notice, and even <laughs> studying. Read, uh, Nathan Fillion chapter? <laughs> <laughs> Something completely, it was completely different. Um, uh, the idea, though, was that I saw all this media for everybody else except for us. And part of what I studied was film and media. So it wasn't just like I – and this is what people get fucking confused a lot. Mm-hmm. You went to film school. Yeah. I did not go to film school. Film school is where you go and you learn production and you learn yeah. the tools of the trade. Right. Mm-hmm. Film and media studies is you look at the – you go from the telegraph – to the internet and you study the history in between them. You okay. study trends, you study uh, news media, you study popular culture as a whole, American culture, how it influences political culture. Essentially, and then the other underlying part of that is analysis. What something is showing you, what is it trying to tell you, mm-hmm. what is it doing? Why are you so bad at analyzing movies? I'm not though. I'm just playing. That's the thing. <laughs> That's why I'm not even I'm not even concede that point because I, I had to write there was a class, you had to write a ten page paper every week. On one portion of film, so like you had to write a ten-page paper on sound okay. of a film. Yes, yeah, it was actually oh, it was a ten-page every two weeks, and it was a ten-week course. So yeah. five ten-page papers. That's it's one of the hardest writing classes in that university, and, yeah. it, and it's and it's a prereq for film and media. So I got put through the test. I understood. I read everything, and then I started looking at uh, post nine eleven. I was real interested in nine eleven and media and news and stuff, and I intended on joining news media. Um, but then I started realizing, like, oh, shit, in the scope of things, kind of post 9-11, there was this Latin invasion. Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, Jennifer Shakira. Lopez, Shakira, Menudo. Mm. Uh, all those things that we saw disappeared. We had television shows like Brothers Garcia. You guys, I don't know if you guys had cable, but Nickelodeon, a show called yeah. Brothers Garcia. Taina. They had oh, that. Shit, what's I her name? About yeah, what's <laughs> her name? Uh, uh, Christina Vidal. She had a yeah. – uh, she was in Brink. There was these – this influx of Latino Latin culture, explosion. Latin explosion, invasion, they call it, Latin invasion. invasion. There you go. And, and then after 9-11, it just fell off. It was America. And then we became the immigrants. And so I grew up during that shift from the first 10 years of my life, having all this Latino content upside inside <laughs> out. And I'm like, this is amazing. 9-11 happens. And now it's America. And, and it became very kind of monochromatic in that way. And so then I decided... Well, it's still happening. We never came back from that. Yeah. I knew based off the timing when I started in 2014, by the time that it was going to cycle around, we were due for another Latin invasion. And I was right. Well, no. I was right. No, no. No, The whole time you're saying that, I'm like, Robert Rodriguez never stopped making movies with Hispanic theme. No, but he was never a number one guy. He made Spy Kids. That's it. No, he made oh, Machete. Machete. No, but but no, that West was a Colorado. time in Mexico. What you're not getting is one guy is not enough when several people are making different things for different people. I mean, in general, I don't think movies were that great in that time period. I may be <laughs> they wrong. Weren't great. They were yeah. not. They were terrible. No, they were not. They no, were really terrible. But the idea was that he, he was the only guy getting a shot. One one major one was a kids movie series that was the majority of them and then you had a couple things here and there and it wasn't still wasn't until the last couple of years maybe the last five six where you started getting mexican directors winning the oscars, the oscars yeah. right but other than that but, um, amores perros was made like in 2007 no 2007. i'm not saying there was no i'm not saying there was oh. bad movies made or not they weren't being made i'm saying that they didn't get the same press and they weren't being 
given the same push as they had I mean, gotten before. In general, I just has always felt that information moves so fast that it's that's why nobody gets that. Well, no, but that's only been a recent development in the last ten years. That information was moving so fast. If you remember 2001 to 2010, that was a slow period. Things still moved at a relative... They moved faster than the 90s, but at a slower period. So the argument I'm trying to make is that it started speeding up and we were getting left behind. It wasn't until the last couple years, since 2014, Mm -hmm. when the Brazil Olympics happened, Olympics, the the FIFA World Cup happened, Mm -hmm. did you start getting kind of that South American sound. And reggaeton always existed, yeah. but how many years ago did it really take off? When did Despacito come out? Three years ago? Yeah. No, oh, but what? I remember Gasolina being so popular. Yeah, it was, I was in, a, say, it was in a Rob Schneider like, movie. Wait, but, <laughs> but what you're saying is, one. And then you're saying... We got Pitbull. Too. One. Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. How many black artists in Donia, the last 10 years? Donia, Dona, Dona Mor, Omar, Don Omar. You don't even Don. fucking know. No, I don't know how to say his name without, because I'm trying to say like it white. Don Omar, yeah. yeah. Point is, okay, three. They were in the Fast and the Furious. You want to keep they counting were. them? You want to keep counting them? <laughs> what are we counting in general? Any t- uh, anytime Hispanics are part of the culture? Exactly. easy. Well, okay. Well, then how many black no. people? How many right. black people? Well, no, no, because you know to look for it, and you're right at ground no, can, zero. No, look, I can throw one at you real quick. How many... Latino like movie stars are there? How many can you name? Okay, um, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac uh, Diego Luna. Um, no, I mean like, okay, Diego Luna, okay, but I mean like headliners, headliners, like the Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We don't, we don't, yeah. Well, the the thing is like the reason I don't like a lot of these arguments is like. So what? Indian or a billion people name an Indian movie star? Well, they have Bollywood for that. Yeah, we don't they have. have, their own, they have their whole no, thing. but they've they been have no. a whole Mexican cinema. No, but the thing is, is that we're so close to it, and we don't. You guys have access to it, but the American, you guys are so close. You guys, I think you guys are I mean, missing the point because you guys are so close to the border that those two things are synonymous. You move between both worlds very easily mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. Versus me, I'm in the Central Valley. I'm six hours from the border, so. And, and I was, to be honest, was primarily consumed in American culture. I didn't get Japanese, Spanish, fucking Dragon Ball Z, all right? I didn't get that. The, the signal didn't reach, okay? I got Dragon Ball Z in middle school like everybody else in fifth grade, right? Yeah. Or fifth grade, sixth grade. So what I'm saying is you two have a different perspective. You yeah. have a little more clear perspective because you grew up in fucking Texas in LaGrange. LaGrange. So, <laughs> and so the overall thing that, that and this actually goes back to an argument that I know for a fact I had in 2005 because it was with David about this, uh, <laughs> who's a lawyer now, who it's probably, well, I was probably right. I should have gone at some point. But uh, it was just like the information is out there because right now my favorite movies of anything are probably coming from Korea. Right. And no, that's not close to me at all. But here's what you have to understand. One, everyone's not you. Two, the information is there, but I'm not talking about the information existing. I'm not talking about it existing. I'm talking about the the popular push for it. The mainstream. The mainstream. The mainstream. Yeah. I mean, right now the most popular thing is YouTube celebrities. For the right. Most part. It's I think for the first time ever, YouTube. It's more. There's more kids that want to grow up to be YouTube celebrities that want to be movie stars. For right. The first time yeah. ever. And it's you know why? Crazy. And you know why? That's <laughs> fucking insane. But do you know why? No. Because the Mexicans exist, goddammit. That's why. <laughs> I gave them a reason. No. But the the idea was that's where it was going. Uh, I picked up right away yeah. that that's where the move, the move was going. Spanish culture was going to come back again. It just, it's a, to my getting it wrong, it came back as reggaeton and Puerto Rican. 
honestly, versus Mexican. I thought it was going to be a Latin invasion. It's still a Latin invasion, yeah. but it was just a different thing. Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, they're the hot thing right now. They can speak All Spanish right. and say the N-word sometimes. They can. That's the Cardi thing. B. <laughs> Cardi B. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cardi B is one of the biggest singers right now, but is she black? Is she Latino or Latina? She'll say both because it's profitable to her. Yeah. But the idea is now, it wasn't until 2014 you start seeing that shift that I called. I just didn't execute hard enough. And so my thing is that there are Latino YouTubers out there, but what do you see? Oh, I'm the Cholo fitness guy. No, don't get me wrong. Those guys are talented and they make funny content. But my aim with the Mexicans was always to do something a little bit not the stereo more so not the stereotype to reflect the fact that of the of the four people here the three Mexicans here two of them have fucking college degrees that's the difference you know that's the image that I wanted to start portraying when I started this and so the idea that I have college graduate college attendees but the fact that and then the guy that picked him up uh, by his bootstrap let the fucking casino has a bigger place than I got you know <laughs> Uh, people that are doing fantastic things, having good friends doing that, that's what the excellence is about. And so by creating it in 2014, by jumping on and seeing that that's going to be a thing and seeing that what we're doing still hasn't been fucking picked up on, everything is hyper this or hyper that, and we're kind of something completely different. Mm -hmm. You guys are literally fucking border town kids, but you're talking about fucking D&D. And risk and selling <laughs> weed and hamsters. Like, that's such a unique thing that people lose in the wash that uh -huh. is not going to be told in a fucking Robert Rodriguez movie. It's not going to be told in those types of stories. He tries. <laughs> but, I mean, but he's it, also hamstringed a lot. He doesn't I mean, get to tell the stories he fully wants to, and you can tell. Not anymore. I, uh, well, yeah. yeah. What was his? Well, I don't know. The last Alita. movie he made was Alita. That has nothing to do with Mexican culture, but he got to make the movie he wanted. Alita was she was Mexican. She was Mexican, <laughs> really. But they gave her weird anime eyes, so yeah. it doesn't count. <laughs> but, but anime eyes. I thought it was based on like a Korean manga. Or something. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> the actress is Latina. Yeah. And, and so that was the goal. But that's my number one. Uh, Stop fighting me on my dreams, Marcos. God damn it. No, it's just, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is discussion. And it's just like. No, it's to agree with me. No, well, that's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, so you haven't seen Parasite. Yet. Nobody hears you anymore. I turned your mic off. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. So you <laughs> your guys' buttons are really close. I can adjust it. Go ahead. I was just going to say that uh, you haven't seen Parasite yet. I haven't. Uh, it's a Korean movie. But in it, um, there, there's a subtle nod about. Um, just culture being universal at this point, mm -hmm. where the kid is like, oh, I really like Indians. I really like Native American. He dresses up with a headdress <laughs> and stuff. And the whole time they're like, no, man, we're do this Korean stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, I really like Native. And that kind of was a weird nod that I could relate to. It's like, well, I'm a Mexican kid, but all I've ever grown up like really knowing about, I know more about Bushido than I know about Aztec culture. Like, I know more about Japanese stuff than I do about fucking weeb. God damn it. <laughs> You're a weeb. He's a weeb. TJ's a weeb. We're, We're all, all weebs. Weeb. Hey, <laughs> I was about to say you probably can't name one Aztec god. Marcus is the king. Quetzalcoatl. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Everyone knows Spell him. Q u e t z o a t l. I'm not sure if you're right. Or I know not. you I are. Every it. time I do that, you never follow along. So I could be right. Also Matli. Also Matli. That's the head. It's a monkey god. <laughs> Thanks, JJ. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my number one. Thank you for arguing me on my number one. I'm trying. I was supposed to be a layup, man. And you're over here like, no, actually, Menudo is around until 2001. Shut the fuck up. Menudo was in the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s like a son of a bitch. I just didn't want to say anything. Uh, 
They made yeah. it to 91. They had a reunion. They made, yeah. <laughs> they made it to 91. Let me see. Menudo. Speaking of comebacks, Band. like Ricky Martin completely <laughs> vanished. Yeah. And then all these protests in Puerto Rico came in, and it's like, yeah, Ricky Martin's a leader. And I'm like, really? Like, if David Hasselhoff can tear down the Berlin Wall, Ricky Martin can bring <laughs> unity to Puerto this Rico. That's true. Let's see. Mark Anthony. Um, technically, years active. He was married to Jayla. That's right. 19, 1977, 2009. Fuck you. They were in the 90s. Okay. Reunion tour. Anywho. Hey, whatever. I'll make mine quick. My number one is this, basically. What? Podcasting. Podcasting. I let, because I got my start similar before you got yours, but yep. in a very similar manner with uh, Spill ended. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Corey didn't know what, what the hell was happening, but he just like, I'm not gonna stop doing this i'm gonna continue to do this and it was a period to where it was like he he just had anybody on who kind of wanted to come on right and i was one of those people i was like because always listening to podcasts not Mm -hmm. just that one but any of them you just think of like thing additions to add to the conversation and always did that and i was like well let me try that right you know maybe i actually would have something to bring yeah and so i did it and it worked out pretty okay and uh, I kind of got better at it and better at it and ended up doing it. Ended up kind of having a knack for it a little bit. Right. So No, you do. And that's why you got, I told yeah. somebody on the, in the live stream, you got drafted in the first round. Oh, okay. me. You were a free <laughs> yeah. agency. You signed a big contract. Zion was. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when you talk about podcasting, yeah. I always have to bring up this clip because this shit brings me so much joy. <laughs> it's a clip from Double Toasted. It's, it's, I think it's why you got fired. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, so, and so the reason being because my favorite thing about Double Toasted is just how free everyone can kind of speak on there. Right. But at a certain point, Corey was not very keen with people making fun of him <laughs> or trying to throw off his groove. Bread and butter. But for you, you did it so seamlessly that he couldn't argue. And one of the things in particular, it's one of my favorite clips of all time. It cracks me up to no end. It's it's the Chuck Taylor joke, man. <laughs> have your fun. Have you both you motherfuckers have your fun. I don't give a fuck. You too, Martin. But you I'll just have so much glass. Glass. <laughs> you, know, right. you know why Martin is so cool? Because he embraces it. It's better than the alternative. He fights it. Motherfucker still got Chuck Taylor's on. No. <laughs> <laughs> now he's talking about Corey admitting he was old. Hey, you got an orange mic head too here. What the fuck? Hey, stick with the orange mic. No, man, but no, but shit like that. Just motherfucker still motherfucker still has Chuck Taylors on. Classic, instant, instant fucking classic. I mean, yeah, no, just like I said, like that was something I would have thought. Right, (laughs) I was just listening to it. Right, that's all I do is just add to you know whatever. But but yeah, it was something I didn't even think I would be good at. Just something I just tried, and well, you're not. I'm trying to get you better at it. I'm, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm okay. sure I've lost no, a step or two. Nah, nah no, no, man. Like, and you know, that ended, and you know, it sucked, but you came along, was like, hey, man, come here and do it again. It's, it's something I never really lost, you know, the passion urge to for. do and the passion for. I just could, I needed a different outlet for it, yeah. And I like this outlet, and I don't wear so shoes, so you don't make fun of my Chuck Taylors, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fucking I mean, socks. <laughs> I mean, Feet peak. Also, your hands in my shot. <laughs> Feet, By the way, feet on that picks, weird note, $25. Uh, Martin is a perfect example of someone that uh, doesn't matter age, hasn't reached the age of stagnation, just keeps keeps going. Keeps going. Just keeps going. You don't have to reach that stagnation. Man. You just, it's up to you. Like yeah. It's very easy to do. Yeah. It's very easy to just sit back and, oh, fuck, okay, let me just go through the routine and 
And fuck, man, I'm, I admit I was kind of, I had that going. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said, this whole new decade for me is going to be getting out of that and actually accomplishing things. There you go. Don't don't stop doing it, people. Don't, don't stop believing. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> He's been here for years. Rocking yes. suckers and fear, something about a monsoon. Make this bitches go boom. JJ. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the lyrics at all. JJ, you're number one. My number one? Uh, kind of similar to my number five. I left. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got the fuck out. I left Eagle Pass. Yeah. Oh, in the last ten now. years. No, that's that's an accomplishment. That yeah. is. Nothing leaves Eagle Pass. Like Eagle Pass is a strange town in where, like, if you kind of don't leave for college, like immediately after high school, you're you're there. You're oh, there. it's Fresno. Fresno's the same way. Yeah, Fresno's yeah. the same way too. So. But yeah, uh, just finally. Hey, uh, Felipe's hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Alfred. If you're watching, <laughs> he's watching the Golden Globes. I think. Oh, that's uh, right. Well, thank you for watching us, everybody, instead of the Golden Globes. So, by the way, Piedras Negras is not an American city. No, it is a Mexican I mean, city. Yeah, that's the Rio Grande right there, not uh, looking yeah. very grand. Uh, no, and that's the what I'm saying is to when I pull back. That's right. the border to yeah, Mexico. Highlighted Eagle Pass is not right. <laughs> <laughs> Has a bigger population. It right. does. It, like Piedras is a legit city. Eagle Pass is a town. Right. <laughs> and so to, for scale, everybody, El Paso to Austin is eight hours of driving. So you're what? Two you said an hour from San Antonio? No, it's like two and a half. Two and a half hours from San Antonio. You could just go to Mexico. But where else do you go? You're backed into the, pretty much the corner of Texas, other than being at the tip. Yeah. But at least they have the Gulf there. But but yeah. You don't have the Gulf. Oh, right? no, no. No, I'm saying in the tip of in Texas. Tip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you were like stuck down here, maybe, you know, Brownsville or something, you could be like, oh, I'm going to go to the Gulf and fly to Louisiana or, or boat to Louisiana. Who knows, right? I always thought Brownsville was a shitty name for a city. And I've never been able to look. I've never had the like. Oh, it sounds like Shitsville. It no, sounds like Shitsville. I've never had the goddess to look up if it's actually racist or they just thought it would. That's probably some dude named Brown, to be honest. His last name was Brown. Yeah, I'm very proud of myself. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, my, There's so many brown people. <laughs> Brownsville. 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 Well, this is where my mom's from, Harlingen, right here. And this was the island that Spring Breakers go on that my family used to own. Have you ever been to that island? I've never been. Okay. <laughs> is it bad? No, spring break time, it's very good, actually. That's it's, what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah, but yeah. we'd be creeper status at this age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's true. You yeah. can't go now. Well, but yeah, back, you, back in I the knew day, that. You didn't know. <laughs> back in the day, it was it was something to do. Wow. Well, that being <laughs> said, you, nice. JJ, you left Eagle Pass. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. That was, a, that was like two years ago I left. Boom. Here I go again. Oh, you went all the way to Austin right on there. On spring morning. <laughs> shit, you you even you, you overshot it. You're up in Georgetown and shit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> pass. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Just fucking keep driving. Wait, wait, hold wait. on, hold on. I think I, so. You left Eagle Pass. So did you find a job, or were you just like, fuck it? Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, so I had quit the casino. I worked for the state for a little bit. Got fired. Uh, and how was, do you get fired from the state? Uh, One of the hardest things to do. I found a way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> uh, long story short, I was still on probation. So it was okay. easy to fire me. All right. uh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, uh, I was without a job for a pretty long while. 
Um, but it was all right because my grandma has Alzheimer's. So mm-hmm. I, I found, you know, solace in the fact that, like, well, I, I can help out here. I'm still kind of needed here. Right, right. Uh, Paco's parents uh, decided that they want to, you know, retire in Eagle mm-hmm. Pass. So his mom finally retired and they up and left. Yeah. And so now my folks had help with my grandma and I was like, well, the time is right. I can go. And around that time, uh, one of my friends from here in Austin was like, hey, do you want to work with me at this company? And I was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. And I had already been, you know, minus a job for a very long time, like going on a year. I like the way you say minus a job versus unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. I like minus a job. I was 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 a a broke bastard. (laughs) (laughs) so the timing was right and i was like yeah i'm I'm gonna go and And then you did and i fucking left didn't (laughs) even have like a place to stay (laughs) fair enough sometimes that's the way you gotta do yeah you know what this is this is how i imagine you fucking leaving eagle pass (laughs) 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 pretty good (laughs) <laughs> this is just you fucking leaving evil. <laughs> that, that gate is <laughs> I don't know who added that shitty music, but it works. Fuck yeah. No, I like the music. That is his name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just flying away. Right. There you go, JJ. You're oh, number wow. one. My number one. Yeeting out of Eagle Pass. Yep. That almost made my list. Like, not Fuck going it. back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. No we worse can never faith than go back, Charlie. <laughs> it's like Luke Skywalker. There's nothing to go back to. <laughs> There's nothing for me here. Or whatever he says, and then he goes with Obi Wan Kenobi. Is it your number one, or do we already do? Your we already did. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Go home now. I got. We can get honorable mentions if anyone got one. No, but didn't accomplish shit otherwise. Yeah, this, I, already, I, this was hard enough. I combined love and sex to one, so that was my <laughs> one of them was going to be honorable mention. So fuck it. And by the way, there's somebody who said we didn't want to hear about your sex life. Too bad. That's all there is, okay? That's the whole story that I'm willing to admit. The ever. whole point you made this thing. Ex- the whole, yeah, the whole, point, <laughs> the, whole, the whole reason for the episode was just to brag about it. Not the, even the episode, the excellence was just oh. so you could. Just <laughs> I wish it was. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you was like. I was like, I didn't make this episode the excellence to brag about. Hey. So, actually, no, I made this. Okay, I made the excellence after I had sex. Just make, just to make sure. Yeah. Actually, I made the excellence to get sex. So I was about to say it's gonna, it'll happen for you. No, so, I don't want it to. I, so, I, I've been down that path groupies. before. I've been down that path before. So I do not want to do that again. Speaking yeah. of things that are guaranteed to have sex, what's the topic next week? Top five video game quotes? Oh, that was something. No, it wasn't video game quotes. Um, we, We're in dump time, like garbage time. It's January. Yeah. Uh, it's Red Alert Meteor. We call it, fuck you, it's January. Um, I had this idea for a top five. What do you guys think? Top five uh, movie, TV, video game quotes. I think we need to limit it to at least one, and movie and TV quotes would be too hard. No. I think that would be the easiest. That would be the easiest. That's what I mean. Like, the list would be so long that it would be hard to to limit limit it to five. Well, that's the point, guys. Yeah. We got to do one of those. No. We got to do all of them at once. No. I I, I agree with Tommy. It's got to be one. Well, that's because he agrees with you. That's why you agree with Tommy. (laughs) JJ, what do you think? Video games. Fine, video game quotes? Yeah. I don't know any video games. See? Why, well, then, well, TJ's going to be in probably next week 
I think oh, okay. it's, well, I think it's you your go. rotate out. So fine. And if it's Boom. not, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll feed you lines. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> My number four, Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Sorry, but the princess Yoshi. is in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one. And then I want your monologue as to why it is. Oh. By the way, Key said the sexcellence. You're goddamn right. <laughs> that's to- that's Tommy. No, he's he's Blackslands Part That's Two. That's TJ. You can't give him a sequel. Yeah, yeah, you're the sequel. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's what I want. That's what it is, Tommy. That's my number zero. Oh. You get to be called the Blackslands Part Two for our for our Lagrange you know outerwear. The Godfather Part Two is the better of those movies. There you go. I'm the Terminator Two of the Blackslands. And I <laughs> and I don't know any other black folk that are going to come on this show. Maybe Martin, but I will never make him Blackslands Three. Never. Oh, but it's okay for me to be Blackslands, too? Yeah, because you made a justification that it's better. I was just trying to make myself feel better about it, Sam. And I'm okay with that, but I won't won't make him that. Point is, let's get out of here. It's been almost three hours. Thank you, Marco. You don't have to do it. Why are you more like Marco? It's my fucking show. He can't dictate anything. (laughs) He's just saying shit like I'm not going to fight him on it. Like, I was like, like, I want Mexcellence because I want Mexcellent culture to be more prominent. He's like, well, actually, Mexicans voice this. You're just a dipshit. Fuck you. Let's review a Mexican movie. And I said, yes, but you're just like, let's do it now. And I'm like, we have this show to do this week. All right, next week. No, I don't have time to do it. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Because you fucked up your schedule. I want to work from home. Point is, we're now being petty, and it's late, and it's about that time. But before we get going, let's go ahead and let everybody know where they can find us and not eat fucking protein bars (laughs) and fucking crinkle the wrapper all up in the mic. (laughs) Because God damn it. (laughs) What? You can find me, <laughs> Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexlens, on all forms of social media at The Mexlens. You can find me on Facebook, Sammy Gonzalez Mex, The Mexlens, Twitter, Instagram, and MexMerch.com. You can find me and uh, buy a shirt for me and or for yourself. Tommy, where can they find oh, you? They can find me at Tommy McGrew Art on Instagram and Tommy McGrew 4 and JJ, where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook. Just search JJ Morales, or you can find me on Twitter at SuperSaya underscore J, and on Instagram, SuperSaya J, all one word. Marco, where can they find you? I'm mad that they can hear the crinkling of my paper better than they can hear me sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> they can find me at um, JLMarco62. You don't get any music anymore. Oh. You failed the music test. Dun-dun, dun-dun. They can find me at... JL Marco 62, type that into all forms of social media. I'll appear, including Snapchat. Bye. Oh, you want to put your Snapchat in there? Yeah, sure. Fine. Fuck it. Fucking, so you can get dick pics sent to you, you nasty. I mean, I can screenshot that and then make money by sending them to a porn site. Hmm. Not bad. <laughs> That's how we're going to fund the next ones from here on out. <laughs> Jess, can I borrow your Snapchat for a bit? It- because she probably gets more. That'd be, anyway, that'd um, be hilarious. Excellence funded, funded by, by dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, supported by dicks because you guys are my fucking co-hosts. Anyway, everybody, you the music's done. Let's just go ahead and get the fuck out of here, everybody. <laughs> Everyone have a good night. We're gonna have to just go ahead and fade to black unless there's somebody we need to raid. Does anybody need we need to raid? We got people in the house. Real quick, this is the end of the podcast. Bye, everybody.